Production. Recorded live. Welcome to the Thursday's Freedom for Targeted uh, Individuals podcast. Today, I'm your moderator, Ella, and this is our group, but not mine. At the top of the discussion, we will make any activism announcements, discuss any letter-writing campaigns, discuss any legal matters and or developments. The goal is to inspire and implement, more importantly, ideas and come up with strategies to carry them out. If you'd like to speak, just press star 8, and um, I will come and unmute you. And before, um, while you're being unmuted, you will hear the prompt that you're being unmuted, so that you don't have to guess and worry that you're unmuted when you're not. So um, there are some basic guidelines to follow to keep the unity within the group. Number one, please use common courtesy while discussing matters. Please allow the person to finish speaking before responding. Um, I suggest keeping a notepad close by to take notes or to write down questions while you're waiting to speak. Just be respectful in a nutshell. That's all we have to do is be respectful. This is an um, activism call, so it's important to remember the theme of the call. But if you feel that it's urgent and you need immediate support, we can try and accommodate your request. I cannot impress upon you the importance of acting upon the ideas and plans discussed. Otherwise, we're just kind of wasting our breath and energy. Something has to be done about these crimes against humanity, so nothing will get done by inaction. If you need help, um, say, for example, you're writing letters and you're not a letter writer, just email me and um, we'll try to do anything. If you have an idea, we want to help you uh, carry it out. Um, and so if you want to, if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, you can email me at tiangel 2006com So on that note, Kate, were you going to be the first person to speak? I think so. Thank you, Ella. Yeah, um, I guess uh, one thing I'd like to say is, uh, again, to encourage people regarding the conference that takes place October um, 21st. And, um, you know, the more people that respond and take part, um, one of the most important things, um, even in, in addition to the speakers, is just networking. And um, I, I would have to say when we had the Eastern Conference that Margaret put together, um, one of the best things that happened was the wonderful people I met there. So um, I encourage you all to take part as much as you can. And, um, you know, room there's still room available in the dorm. So if you want to um, stay in the dorm, uh, remember you need to bring sheets and towels uh, of your own because that's not provided. Okay. Um, I also just want to remind everyone um, we still have many people um, participating in our survey, and um, it will be ending October 18th. So please make every effort to, for those that already have their survey number that haven't finished to please finalize everything. And those that haven't yet, um, if you have any problems at all, please feel free to get a hold of both uh, Carla and myself. And um, the I think um, I can give you my, my um, email address now. It's C-A-I-T-R-Y-E at gmail.com. And you can also just write global T-I survey at gmail.com to ask any questions and get any help. Thank you. I think that's pretty much it, Ella. Thank you, Kate. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And then um, 
maybe next time we'll talk about uh, uh, someone within our community. She could use a little help, definitely. So I'd like to support her in that. Um, I can vouch for her character and who she is and a very decent human being. Okay, so um, I'm looking for Sandra from Florida. Make sure she's there. She is. Hi. Hey, Ella. Um, thanks for letting me kind of put this out there. I appreciate that. Um, and hello, everyone else on the call. Um, I just wanted to, um, I guess, say that I, I'm hopefully in the process of um, moving from New Hampshire to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And so I'm looking for um, another TI who might be willing to um, drive myself uh, and my daughter there um, for $500, gas, and uh, food. Um, that, uh, that drive from where I am to Pittsburgh is about 570 miles. Um, so um, just wondered if there might be a TI who's interested in doing that. This would be at the end of October. Um, so it's not going to interfere with the conference that's being held in October. Um, and uh, I also just was thinking that um, it might be a good idea just to do a, you know, hire a TI type of thing. Um, if there are those among us who need to have something done and, and are unable to do it or don't have the expertise, just kind of put out there, you know, just make an announcement and see if there's a TI available to do it. Um, so, you know, I think that's one way that, um, you know, to, to kind of help people out who may need that help uh, financially. So, um, if there is anybody on the call who is interested or if you know anyone who's interested, um, you can reach me at um, my phone number is 904-607-8597. And I, I really need to move because right at the moment it's cost prohibitive for me to be living here in much longer. Can you say your phone number one more time? Yes. It's 904-607-8597. Okay. And we'll get this on the, um, on the uh, um, website as well. So okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And if, if you don't reach me personally, you're, uh, please leave a voicemail. I'll be sure to get back to you. Thank you, Ella. Um, Miriam, if you're on the... Oh, you're welcome. You're more than welcome. Miriam, star eight. I forget what state she's in or what her phone is in. Looking for Miriam. Or Dr. Black. I don't see her state either. Hi, Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Okay, so I'm going to go over a couple of things, too. Let me see where we are. And I know people are not getting my emails, which is very 
bothersome to me, but there's not much I can do about it. So what I've been doing is trying to get people to just go to the website, and every week we'll update it and put um, we'll put the schedule for the week as well as we have everybody's calls number. Um, all the other calls are listed there as well, um, and then links to the podcast and. Um, I don't. I didn't put the YouTube links on here. I should do that. But so, <clears throat> um, hopefully, you guys have been getting that. So just every week, you can go to the freedomfortargetedindividuals.org and then go under support, and you'll see the weekly schedule up there. And as I mentioned, if you scroll down a bit, you'll get everybody's all the times and people and all the calls and all the different uh, platforms. So, okay. So current action and events, which is also on the website, guys. If you want to look into anything that we're talking about. Just go under current action and events, as I mentioned. So to reiterate what Kate says, uh, you know, the first annual Unity and Hope Conference, October 21st and 22nd near Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I just want to uh, kind of encourage people that are, you know, even if you're not close by, if you can get there, I think it's important. Um, I notice it's really tough for most of the people on the West Coast to get out there um, for various reasons. So I know they need support. Um, if you want to RSVP, you can at uh, 2017. This is the email address, guys. 2017unityandhope.com. I'm sorry, that's the website. Um, let's see. So you'll meet up for target individuals. That includes info and consultations on legal issues, medical aspects, public outreach, tech, tech, technologies. Um, strategies for ending the suffering of millions of people. And then also, Kate, I'll reiterate to you about her um, about the survey that's being done. Please, if you're not finished, get up in the morning, have your cup of coffee, and get it done. Please, Let's, we really need to get those turned in. It's going to make it all that more powerful um, if we have a good amount, some good numbers to um, refer to. So I'd appreciate if you guys finish them up. I know it's tricky. I have my problems too getting them done, but. We're a persistent bunch. We really are, and I have faith that we can get them done and get them turned in before the deadline. And, and also, also on the website, I have the links. Sorry. What's that? I thought you were done, so I was okay. going to say, in um, my opinion, okay. I'll, I'm almost done. Um, signatures. So on the freedomfortargetedindividuals.org and probably like on terrystopgangstalkingcrimes.com, and I'm sure that we all, I don't know if Derek has it on there, but Karen Stewart, Stewart's petition is on there. And there are some technical difficulties, but we're smart. We get around it. Um, there's two links on there. Um, one, we, one, we're looking to get 100,000 signatures by October 2nd, so we'll see what we can do. But there's one that requires 1,000, and that is um, it's ipetitions.com, federal government, take me off your uh, fraud is what it looks like. But if you go on there, you can see it. Um, and I also have a link to the YouTube. Oh, what's it? oh it did work. Okay. Uh, and she discusses the petitions. So what else is on here? The protest, the Philadelphia protest is coming up. I've gotten her to come on here. Alicia. I wish I had the details. It's coming up, and I think that's really important if you're in that area. Sean, do you know the details on that? Um, I do not. It's on a Tuesday. I believe it's like the G, uh, 12th, maybe? Um, yeah, that sounds about right. 
I, I you called me brushing my teeth. Didn't realize it was on our. Yeah, I don't have anything okay. in front of me. Sorry. Got you mid breath. Got you mm. mid. Yeah, I didn't even realize that it's not on there. I'm gonna have maybe uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna have to get that information on there so it's on the website and have everything that's going on that's really time sensitive on that page. So, okay. At this point, I think I'm going to let me see what else. Did the announcements. Melissa, are you here? Will you start eight? Also, she has a GoFundMe, and she really needs some support for it. It's for medical issues. It's very, very important that we help support her. Um, I don't have the link. I should look it up. Um, you can look up Melissa Black Health. Hold on, let me find it real quick, guys. Oh, I found the uh, info for the protest in Philadelphia. Oh, it is? Okay. Uh, Oh, I have the info on the uh, on the protest for Philadelphia. If you want me to say it out loud. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, so Alicia is um, organizing a protest in Philadelphia, uh, Center City, Philadelphia, just downtown. Uh, the location is going to be 5530 West Girard Avenue, uh, and that's uh, right in Philadelphia on October 10th, uh, the Tuesday. And begin at 7 a.m. and go until 5 p.m. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Alicia, she's giving you her phone number. Her phone number is 267-507-8108. Again, that's Alicia at area code 267-507-8108. Okay, thank you. Is that something you can send me? Can you email me that, Sean? I'm surprised it wasn't on the front page. Yep. Thank you right now. Okay. And Dr. Melissa Black, she's the one who has the services um, on Saturday, the church services, and I think there's a Bible study as well on Wednesday. Um, And if you get to one of the schedules, you'll you'll see her calls on there, and that's who that is. And she's been on the call before. You can look her up on YouTube. Just a lovely, lovely, intelligent human being. And she's also involved with the Techno-Crime Fighters. Um, she's just amazing. I have nothing but respect for her. So, um, and it's uh, GoFundMe.com Healthcare Expenses Surgery Fund. But it's easier just to look it up, Melissa Black, and then go to the Healthcare Expenses. And the way you spell her name is M I L L I C E N T Black. Like even five dollars helps. I know, um, but you know, some of us are falling apart, and I know that every little bit can help. Okay, so now I think we've got through most of the announcements. Star 8, if you want to join the conversation, if you have any ideas, comments, suggestions. Is it okay that... Oh, go ahead, Hope. Sure. I just, I'm I'm really sorry. I think there's like a little gap going, so it sounded like that you would had stopped and I overwrote you twice. I'm really sorry about that. The thing I was going to say. Oh no, that's um, okay. Don't worry. Okay, about the um, the survey is like that's the f- kind of first legitimate thing that's ever happened on our behalf that I can tell. So it's, it's, it's has there ever been anything else that's that legitimate? What was the? I'm sorry, I'm seeing something in the chat. That what was the survey? 
Yeah. Is it the most legit thing that they've had? That's that's ever happened with with TIs as far as I know. I don't know if someone else knows something else, but this this is our biggest hope of anything that's ever come along before as far as I know. I mean, I guess that's the of course, but I think the the majority of us will agree this is our biggest opportunity and our biggest hope. We, you know, I'm sure most of us believe that. I believe it personally. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone else, but it seems to yeah. yeah, I just wanted to emphasize that. So I really hope you guys look the morning and have your coffee and finish up and get it to the ladies, our wonderful ladies who are, have facilitated the whole thing and are helping out. Okay. All right. Terry, would you like to come in and give an update? Oh, here we go. I see Cece. I'm going to go ahead and unmute you. What homework are you doing? Hi. Um, I, You know what? I don't. I kind of new to this early thing. I didn't know what if we had a subject tonight. But I had uh, um, a semi, not meltdown, but uh, fit on the phone with uh, Anaheim police this evening. Um <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I was being harassed with one of their helicopters again today, although I can't say that it was theirs because I was not outside. And uh, once again, I was inside on the phone um, uh, dealing with um, uh, uh, Orange County Social Services and Medicare on the phone. So Medicare is federal and Orange County is, of course, uh, the county. And the last time I had an issue with my Medicare or Medi-Cal, actually my Medi-Cal, it was, uh, I was on the phone with Cal Optima, uh, or they were supposed to call me back, and they called me back, it was on my caller ID, uh, then they hung up when I answered the phone, and then um, five minutes went by, and I, uh, they called again, and I answered the phone, and I was on the phone with them, and I let them know, um, among other things, that I knew that they were under a, un, under investigation for fraud, as well as the Orange County Board of Supervisors. And what do you know, lo and behold, at some point, the helicopters uh, flew over the apartment complex so low that uh, it felt like the windows uh, in the building were, were shaking. And I began to record uh, the conversation uh, because of the helicopters and uh, what do you know, uh, you can hear them loud and clear. I mean, the, the helicopters are almost as loud as my conversation. Um, so this happened again today, and uh, my sister was attacked back in July, July 8th, by a young gal. And the gal that attacked her, we gave the police the name of the gal. They had her in custody. They released her, but they had arrested her on another uh, issue. They released her, uh, never charged her with attacking my sister. Um, she grabbed my sister by the head, hair of the head and uh, pulled her right off her feet, um, and my sister hit the ground. My sister is was at the time 54 years old, and she's disabled and uh, I would say delicate. So I said, I mean, I had to say to them, uh, I, first I want to know about the helicopters. Who's, who's paying for the helicopter to harass me? And um, I asked the gal, the police, or she was a detective. Uh, I said, uh, 
do you know about this government-sponsored stalking or, or group stalking? And she said, well, she doesn't know a whole lot about it, but she does know it exists. And I says, uh, I assume that, you know, I've been put into this uh, program because I'm a whistleblower. Um, uh, I said, anyway, I, I, we bantered back and forth. I was so pissed. Uh, and I said, you know, uh, among other things, I said, you know, in, the Bible says in the end times, uh, the right thing to do will become the wrong thing, and the wrong thing to do will become the right thing. And I said, is that what you guys are about now? I said, because you haven't arrested the person that attacked my sister and damn near broke her neck. And I said, not only that, I'm getting uh, harassed with freaking helicopters. Because, you know, anyway, uh, do I sound angry? I don't... I'm sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> so uh, she remained very calm. Um, uh, at any rate, uh, uh, at least she was willing to say she knew that it existed. You know, this the stalking uh, existed, and I tried to say, you know, I tried to say in so many words. Oh, she said, if you want to file a, a complaint about uh, terrorism or something like that, I said, terrorism. I am not a terrorist. Uh, I'm not the enemy. I'm the good person. I'm the one who did the right thing. I turned in an employer who was stealing from the public, or her uh, one of his. Um, well, actually, it, it it was likely them stealing from the public. Um, uh, I know it was their former escrow officer, uh, but he signed the checks. So. Uh, uh, and I told her, I said, he did say to me, if you tell anybody about the condition of our trust account or, or yada, 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 the goings on here, uh, I and my friends in high places will make your life very difficult. And I said, so is that what you guys are doing? <laughs> I says, uh, I says, since, you know, I said, I thought the police were about law enforcement. Anyway, I went on and on. I was so pissed off. Uh, anyway, she directed me to the city of Anaheim to file a complaint or uh, ask a question online. And uh, uh, I went to find out who the mayor is, because we know there are mayors behind this. I don't know if the mayor of Anaheim is behind this. But what I did tell her is, uh, I says, I know that the CIA uh, it has their hand in this. I says, and if they're delegating these duties or orders to you guys to do this, then you guys are, uh, uh, I says, then those are illegal orders. Um, uh, anyway, I, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm trying to find out how to find out helicopter uh, uh, flight programs because I want to find out who that helicopter was tonight. And, uh, <laughs> and I bet uh, I can find out who the helicopter was. It was probably more than a year ago. Um, that I was on the phone with them at that time, but um, I have uh, the recorder time and date stamps, so. Um, uh, does anybody know, does anybody have an idea, how do we find out about these helicopters that sure. are dispatched to, is it, is it the city, is it the county, is it uh, 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 someone for hire, is it a helicopter for hire that, all of a sudden just gets goes up and, and harasses somebody uh, in their home or in their apartment. So it's um, yeah, a variety, it's a variety uh, of different ways. Uh, the methods, people that they use, they can either hire private people, but most of the time 
they are contractors, usually under a shell name for DHS. So um, you'll have some like ABC uh, Flights Incorporated, and there'll be just be some shell for like Department of Justice and DHS. And this has been reported already in the news uh, for a couple of years, including a good friend of mine who's a reporter that actually broke the story. In any case, uh, the planes are typically these variety of the different planes, from little Cessnas uh, to even helicopters. As far as the helicopters, they tend to be uh, um, either city police or state police that I, that I see being used the most, uh, which you know, regular Bell helicopters. Um, and uh, yeah, they'll fly low, they'll do circles, they'll, they'll harass you um, as much as they can. And the easy way to track it is to use the, uh, I'll give you the website. If, so if you use a, like, uh, you can't use FlightAware, you can't use any of these other uh, commercial airline trackers because they don't give you private and like military um, flight information. They're all blocked out. But there is so a website. How do I find out about it? I'm online yeah. right now. How do yeah, I? So, so if you, if you type in ADSB, so Apple, um, Don, Sam, Becca, so ADSB, exchange.com, so ADSBexchange.com, that'll take you to the website that allows you to track, and then you just go to uh, Global Radar View, and go over to your section of the world and start zooming in. And um, you can select the options on there to help you narrow down uh, the sites you're looking for. So one of the first things I do in, in the options tab is I limit the the flights that appear to those below 5,000 feet in altitude. So automatically that gets rid of all your like commercial airliners that are flying you know, really high up that don't aren't the issue. Um, and then you can also select to have the trails of the planes show up on the map, which means like as long as that flight has been in the air, you'll see its flight path. So it's almost like a like a little shadow that shows up on the map. So if I'm not. at ADS-B Exchange, that's right. It's the world's largest co-op of unfiltered that's, flight data. That's that's right. Well, actually, me um. I already pulled up on my phone, so it's going to show up a little differently. Let me just give me a second. I'll put it up on my computer, and I'll just follow along with you and anyone else who's listening. ADSB Exchange. Uh, and I'll walk you through how to set set up your settings to to track these planes. Now, if your helicopter is on the ground, um, as of now, you're not going to be able to see it because it doesn't. You can't see historical data unless you get, unless you have the tail number for that flight. But um, you can see anything that's up in the air right now any given time harassing you, maybe something that just flew over five or ten minutes ago, you can see that. But yeah, so I'm on the page right now with you, adsbexchange.com, and you can just go to the fourth tab right in the middle. It says Global Radar View. Okay. And just give it a second to load. Mine starts over in, in the UK, so just zoom out and just drag the map over to your part of the world. So I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm going to go. Or actually, if you, do you want to share where you're from, roughly? I'm from Anaheim, California. Anaheim. So I've got to scroll, pull this map way over to Anaheim. Okay. So Anaheim, um, I actually don't know where Anaheim is. Is it north of San Francisco? 
It's um, south. It's uh, right above San Diego. Okay, perfect. So Coronado, San Diego area. All right. Okay, so. So now we're. Los Angeles. We're zoomed in to your part of the country. And if you're there now, what I do is I go over to the menu tab in the upper left-hand corner and click on options. And then uh, on the, let's see, on the very last tab of the options menu, there's something called, there's a tab called filters. You click on filters and go to the drop-down menu and select altitude and hit add filter. You can then select um, altitude between, I usually put in zero feet and 5,000 feet. Okay, add filter and then hit altitude. Yep, I, I click it. Make sure you check off that enable filters box right in that window you're in right now. I did. Okay, and then just I put in zero to five thousand feet. So be, okay. between between and then just close the box. Oh, but um, there's one other thing you can do, which is kind of neat, is in, and is show those um those airline tails that I was talking to you about. I just don't know how to do that. Um, I have to, have to go back into it. It's been a while since I've used this. But uh, in any case, if you're looking at the map now uh, over your area, you'll see all the flights in your area. And you click on any of the little boxes that follow along the little plane that you see, you get to see on the right-hand side you know, all the details of that aircraft and sometimes who who owns it, who it's registered to, and so forth. Um, is that Alpha? I don't know and, how I ended up. I I don't know what I how I ended up at. Wait a minute, just a moment. I mm-hmm. now the map is stuck. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a pretty. Um, uh, it demands a lot of your computer resources, so I kind of like it might it might show a little bit, give you a little bit of lag, but uh, that's to be expected. Just give it some wow, time. Wow, there are up. so many flights, though. Well, the skies are busy. That's why having those filters don't turn on is really important. Now, when you don't get stuff, it doesn't matter for what you're trying to do. Oh, I see here. Okay. Uh. So you're seeing flights then over your area? I'm trying to get to Anaheim. <laughs> so now I just got to Anaheim. Can you repeat, yes, you repeat the name? Could you sure. repeat the name of the site? Was it Alpha David Sam Peter Exchange dot com? Uh, Alpha David Sam um, Becca or Ball ADSB or Boy Boy is a better one. Uh, ADSB Exchange dot com. Thank you. Mhm. And um, yeah, I mean, for those of you that get harassed, I mean, uh, a few months ago I was doing some tracking for folks just looking at their skies, and sure enough, I, I was able to find uh, you know the tight little circles of planes just flying over you know a really tight like two miles de- a circle over over a target house, and you know I, I take screenshots and I'll send it to them, and 
Uh, I don't have time to do that anymore, but I did for like uh, Melinda Melinda Fee. Uh, I was doing that for her for a while, and uh, her flights like went away, the harassment went away. But the best thing to do is for you to just for yourself and just monitor your own skies and to the way of fighting back and you know collecting documentation, and you'd be surprised how fast it goes away. Now, with that being said, they're very tricky and conniving. So what they'll do is that they will do, if you start doing this and you start looking at, you know, tracking and, uh, in effect, eliminating the constant circular harassment, what they'll do is they'll tell the towers to divert air traffic over your location. So it happens to me all the time. Uh, it just so happens that everywhere I'm at, the skies above, the commercial airliners, like, you know, people who aren't in on it, if you will, but are made to be in on it, uh, will get diverted up over you, um, and the skies above you become really, really busy. You know, with, with you know flights, you know flights that are thirty thousand feet. Um, you know, and, and there's usually there's there's like highways in the sky, if you will, where where uh, most air travel happens. Uh, these are on special uh, on special aeronautical maps and so forth. And you know, some areas where it's just like you know you get a flight here and there, but it shouldn't be like a highway of planes, you know, every every 30 seconds and so forth. But they'll make that happen. So they'll, they'll divert. So the towers will have planes approach a certain way or, you know, drop altitude or climb altitude or, you know, deviate a little bit uh, just to just to be in your presence. The other thing you'll get is you'll get a lot of, like, uh, private owners flying over your area, uh, and then you'll get the, the one the one drive-by, so you'll get that, that news helicopter that'll just zip by, but only once, right? And sure enough, you can pull How do I eliminate airplanes? Uh, so you, you, you can select specific planes. I don't think you eliminate... You eliminate I just you, helicopters. Right, right. And, and they actually have their own little image, so they look like um, actually, there's there's a couple in your area that is, or over San Jose right now, but they show up as like a little. Um, they look like they have an X on their icon for the rotor blades, so they they show up differently in their little picture on the map. So the way you can tell which one's the helicopter is by looking for that little X symbol over the little. Uh, and add um, a filter. Moving, yeah. The thing is, if you do that, you have to select every helicopter that you want to see which really limits your search because you don't know what you're looking for. The best thing you do is just look at the map with everything on it and just learn to identify what the helicopter symbol looks like, and then you'll know what to click on for more information. Does that make sense? Yeah. It says, um, a little wet. Okay, it has a, it has a, um, Okay, it's got on the right side, it says um, enable auto-select. Do you know what that is? And then below it, it's, it has helicopters, um, plane. I don't know. I'm still having trouble finding Anaheim. <laughs> I'm, I'm geographically uh, retarded. Los above San Diego. Okay. Um, are you near the coast or inland uh, for Anaheim? Um, it's not too far inland, but it's it's not right next to the coast. 
Do I see San Bernardino? I see uh, L.A. I see... L.A. Why can't I see Bakersfield? I can't see Santa Barbara, Santa Maria. I cannot find Anaheim on this map. I think I figured this out. I do see a helicopter. Okay, I see. It looks like a turtle. (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay, so um, you were saying uh, a reporter wrote about how helicopters are harassing civilians? Yeah, so uh, you can just Google uh, just uh, Google DHS um, Cessna surveillance, and you'll find uh, hundreds of stories on this. The DHS Cessna surveillance... And there was 120 planes at last count that were associated with, uh, you know, these false registrations to the Department of Justice. They're essentially just spy planes equipped with um, uh, cell phone tower mimics. Um, So they're called um, stingrays um, or black boxes or brown boxes sometimes. And what they do is they just collect uh, – they, 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 you know, you you guys know already what this is, that people will – you're very familiar with technologies being used, but essentially they just mimic cell phone towers and allow your phone to connect to them to get all of your transmissions and data and so forth. But um, I mean, the purpose of these flights, besides surveillance, and you'll actually on some of these small planes and helicopters, you'll see some of the you know high power optics on there, um, and they look like little black bubbles in the bottom of uh, of the um, of the aircraft. Um, they're you know they're meant to to surveil, but at the same time, they're they're actually used for direct overt harassment, if you will. Um, so, uh, whenever there's a big gathering or protest, you'll see them, you'll see them scramble. But also, they just—I mean—you have to understand the way the system works. They have to spend money, right? And, you know, we have we have six hundred billion dollars or whoever it is going to uh, uh, the the DoD effectively. You know, this money has to be spent, whether uh, it's by contractors or the following year. What's that? If they don't spend it, they get less money the following. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this this is one of the ways they spend it. It's just, military term. But why having, are they harassing us? This makes no sense. Well, have, I mean. They have stolen our lives. Yeah, this is true. This is very true. Um, so. Money? I mean, give me. I mean, that's not even logical. It's not even humane. Right. Yeah. So, well, I think you get targeted because um, maybe if you cannot really, you know, it, they can target you with the impunity. That's why they they do. Absolutely. And, and they like, get targeted. Organization like this is what they can't stand because it actually stands a chance at um, at you know stopping them. But you know everyone here, you know, I really don't want to listen to conversation of everyone proposing their own theories. But you know we were all targeted, and this is what they do to everyone. And it's because they, like Tom just said, they do have impunity and they have the money, and it is inhumane. But um, the best thing to do is to mitigate the impact it has on your life as best as you can. Find ways to defend yourself without altering your lifestyle too much, and then organize and talk to people and get the message out. Well, my lifestyle has changed drastically, unfortunately, because I was brutally maimed 
during workers' comp medical procedures as part of, no doubt, part of my uh, uh, targeting. Um, so they have uh, enable, they have rendered me disabled in chronic pain. I'm harassed. I mean, I've, I've got stalkers outside. I, I get, uh, you know, the whole gamut. You name it. I, I, I get autoimmune uh, uh, symptoms. I get hit with directed energy. I get the whole shit and caboodle. Uh, and and now with the the helicopters, it's like, come on, you guys, grow up. Why can't I mean all this money is being spent? Uh, so, it's wasted, uh, and it's destroying lives. So, so the, the I see things a little bit differently in the sense that you know, with the helicopters, I I actually welcome that in the sense that you know other people are going to notice, and other people are going to ask questions. You know, if, if I'm the neighbor that's you know not perped out, like two or three houses down or next block, and there's this this, this plane just or helicopter just circling around in my neighborhood. I'm going to get a little irritated and start asking questions, you know, and especially if it's day in, day out. So I actually welcome some of the more overt tactics that they that they use. Yeah. How's it All going, right. guys? I'm, um, I'm at Popular Science. It says FBI spy planes are using augmented reality to watch America. And this is uh, April 6th of 2016. Yeah, if I have that um, one, it's, it's, it's an okay one. Um, there, let's see, I can, some, I have a couple that are my favorites. Uh, the Guardian one is pretty good. Uh, I think it's might be like your fourth or fifth hit. Um, but there are some that actually show, you know, all the tail numbers. Some of these articles actually will show all the tail numbers associated and all the shells, the shell uh, um, associated with um, the people who own these planes or aren't really owners, but actually are just a, a mailbox uh, that's actually registered to the DOJ and DHS. But they've since changed the names um, to other, you know, instead of ABC, they change it to like XYZ Flight Incorporated or something. So um, any case, I mean, you know, it's easy enough when you actually try to find these companies and try to Google them. They don't really exist. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's the way things are. Uh, so yeah, last count there were you know 120 something Cessnas uh, or Cessna-like uh, aircraft. Uh, usually the the one uh, one eight two one eight seven. I forget the, the one hundred eighty series planes. They also use the two hundred sixes and so forth. Uh, but yeah, helicopters. I mean, they they love using. Uh, News copters. They love using uh, medical helicopters. They love using uh, state police and city police helicopters. Um, so, you know, expect those. And you would, with this website, with adsbexchange.com, you would see, you know, who that helicopter is registered to, and you know, would you be able to see its flight path from the time it took off to uh, where it is right right when you check it. So you'll see it's been doing these little concentric circles over and over and over and over again. And then you ask yourself, well, why would the plane do that? I mean, is there like, a, you know, a big accident they're covering? If it's not a used copter, then why would it do that? Um, so, yeah, you'll, 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 it's a pretty neat site. I recommend it. It'll, it'll end, it'll, it'll reduce your aerial harassment. And you can pull it up on your phone, too. So if you're driving 
and you know, you're seeing this. You can flip your phone, take a picture. You'll have the tail number uh, on your on your on the website on your phone, and you can write the stuff down. And, yeah. The, and that's all. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. That's all from the ADSB exchange. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um. So somebody, I'm gonna. Try, I've I've been trying to reach Rochelle, and I haven't been able to contact her by phone, by the email, by text. But somebody should get this to her because she has those uh, helicopters over her every day. Now I will and say that for those people who you know, I've recommended this, and even for myself, if you're in a major populated area, and I know uh, Rochelle is. Um, it's a little tougher because you have really congested, um, air, you know, airways. Uh, you know, say in New York, you have, you know, you have LaGuardia, you have JFK, you have, uh, you know, all the ones in Jersey plus all the little private airfields all over the place. So like, there's lots of plausible deniability when it comes to, you know, flyovers. So except that the season mm-hmm. area where there aren't, I mean, they like hover over her house or they hover over the park. Yeah, it, it will stop. It will stop hovering. I promise you. If you start using this and logging it and writing down town numbers and you know creating a document trail, like this will stop. If you, if you use this, this so website. she needs this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. If uh-huh. anyone could contact her, I've been unable to contact her by phone, like voice, text, or email. Can someone get in touch with her? I know she has family in Florida. Could she have been in Florida? Maybe, like her powers. She, 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 she was in Florida. She was staying with her mom. Yeah. And, but she should still have a phone. Yeah, I mean they they should have. And I have family in several parts of Florida, and I mean they all have their their phone service all restored. Um, yeah, so I'm just concerned because I've been having like really heavy targeting on my electronics, like my PC is out and my I, Apple products aren't working correctly. So someone else could try contacting her. I'm just afraid that my communications are being blocked. That's that's why I'm requesting it. If someone I mean, else have you actually tried calling her phone? I've tried calling numerous times. I've tried texting, and I've tried email. Did you leave a voicemail? Yeah, but the thing is, I don't even know if it's getting to them because one of I'm getting incoming calls, like even from Apple, that won't come to my phone. So I'll be waiting for their call. They'll call me. It um, doesn't show up as ringing. It doesn't show up as message left, and the only way they can reach me is to email me. And then I like call them back, so it's working in one direction sometimes and in other directions sometimes. But yeah. I haven't been receiving a lot of um, correspondence, and my Gmail account, which I use to talk with people, I haven't received a real communication in like a week and a half. It's very weird. So, so for emails, I highly recommend for every email you send out. That you CC yourself, uh, especially if you have like a different, if you have like two inboxes, like you have two different email addresses, mm-hmm. you know, send it out from let's say your Gmail and then CC your Yahoo account to any email you send out to anyone, because then that creates a timestamp that that email went out, and the recipient should have received it, so you'll be able okay. to verify that that went out to your other 
email address by just looking at, you know, you've got a, essentially a carbon copy, a CC of that email every single time. And it's like for everything you send out, no matter what it is, just do that and you'll, you know, your email tampering issues will greatly diminish, if not go away completely. Okay, but like let's say it, um, I send and it doesn't go, so you're just saying switch email accounts until you get one that before it goes? No, no, no. Use, use your regular email account. Use your use Gmail, use Gmail, use Yahoo, use Hushmail, whatever it is you use. Just when you, let's say you're sending an email to Ella, so you know, TIAngel, uh, right. Gmail.com. Right, I sent her a couple of them. I don't think they got right. to her. So in the two box, you write her email address in the CC box or in yeah. the BCC box, doesn't matter which one, yeah. uh, put in uh, your other email address that you use. But why would that stop it? Because you're creating a record, right? If you just send out an email to, to Ella from you to her, right, um, there is no timestamp. Ella won't know that you sent an email, and you won't know that she received it unless she were to go ahead and check and say, oh, Wait, I don't see anything. Ears and I can't hear you. Hold on. I have to change the volume. That's coming to my ears. It really hurts. Hold on. What, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when you when you when you put this your other inbox, your other address in a CC box, you're essentially you're acting as like a middleman verifier that that email was sent out. So you're getting a copy with all like the message header information of the email of that being sent out from your inbox to your other inbox and if that went through that means that Ella should have should have gotten it. And then that is your proof, your verification that the message was sent out. So if Okay, but something... I guess my thing is unless they're screwing with your other inbox. I mean I get your point though. Yeah. But if so she never got the communication you know, and she doesn't get my phone calls like I mean literally it, it, I don't know how many people I've called. They're just they're just not getting through. It's it's sort of the equivalent. But you're, of saying, you know, I get your um, text messages, really. Your text messages yeah, exactly. I do get, and um, the thing I did say, I sent out an announcement. And I was basically trying to let everybody know that um, just to check the website every week, and I sent them a link to it. And I and I always CC myself. I didn't get it. And what I'm supposed to you do? Didn't get so it. Obviously, people are not getting it. It's weird because I have. You know, I can't, you can only send so many. You know, I have to. I have to do. It's really tedious work. I have to send like five or six different sets of emails um, because Google started spamming it. You know, for a year it was fine. Then all of a sudden they made it where they were all bouncing back. So it split it up into five different groups. Or Sean did it for me. Thank you, Sean. And mm-hmm. um, so some groups get it and others don't. But the one. Um, but I should put them in every group. But I put it in, only in one of the groups and I didn't get it. So I know that something happened to it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to so. try doing that, Sean. Thank you for the suggestion. Sure. No problem. It freaks me out. Tennessee, is that Dr. Black? Uh, no. Tennessee? Hi. I'm sorry. It's who? Kim. I'm a new Is this? I'm a oh, new Kim, Kim. sorry. I, she may not even. I think she might. Oh, hi. To Welcome to, to the call. Want to go to yeah, I was looking for her because I wanted her to come on and talk about she's she's in a having a health she needs some medical medical health care right away and so I was talking about her link um, and she was okay. going to come on but I guess she couldn't okay, make it on time. But, um, so we'll welcome to the call. Oh, thank you. 
You're breaking up. I don't know if it's just breaking up on my end, but I can't hear you very well. Can you hear her, Sean? As soon as I put star A on, it uh, started breaking up on my end. So I don't know. But um, I can hear you now. Well, you sound fine now. Okay. If you want to go ahead and mute and see if you can get Dr. Black, that'd be great. I don't think she's on. Let me check. Oh, okay. Star 8 okay. if you're here, Melissa. Okay. Um, uh, I have a question her. for everybody. Um, uh, let's see. Has anyone received a FOIA or Privacy Act response from DHS? Because I've tried to get, um, you know, information, and and I have not been able to. And I've also was wondering if there was a department a specific department that somebody has applied for to DHS to you know for the FOIA. I don't know. There's a woman named Deborah. She's really good with FOIA. Go ahead. Oh, I think is that Dr. Black? I'm here. Oh, Tomo. Okay. Okay. Do you want to there? I'm here. Hi. Okay, great. Okay, Dr. Black. I was Hi, you're here. Okay, so um if you want to tell them a little bit more, I kind of gave them a little bit of the information. Maybe you can go into further detail about the medical care. Um I know that we need you need some support from the community. Hi, dear. It's good to be with you, you tonight. I have been uh experiencing increasing debilitating mobility as a result of the uh implants that have been put in my body. Melinda Kirtif found 15 in my right leg, feet and ankles, and 12 in my left. My right leg is the one that is is constantly being assaulted. And in 2002, I had bilateral knee replacement surgery. So the placement of the chips were around that knee in a way that he has been able to pretty much destroy the prosthesis that's in my knee, and I am in, in 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 serious need of having that knee redone, the right leg. I've been putting it off because um, the orthopedic doctor that discovered the damage that was beginning in 2014, I was in Ohio, she actually wrote a letter for me to the court asking the court to order the chip to be turned off so that it would not compromise my healing once the surgery was done, and she recommended that I not have any surgery until after I was able to get to court and get such an order. Well, obviously, now we're 2017. I have not been able to get to court. Uh, I do have my uh, documents in the hands of a law firm. I have not heard back from them if they would represent me. Since that time, a second orthopedic doctor has written a letter of medical necessity, and so all of those documents, is in the hands of that law firm. But I'm I am getting more and more um weakened by the constant assaults and I mean when I lay in bed or on on a couch or when I drive any distances it's nothing for them to direct energy into the center of my knee and also in the part of my calf that's just below the knee. So then it weakens my leg in a way that I could fall easily. And so I have to use the walker. I've been using a walker since 2015. 
Uh, but even with the walker, now it's getting to the place where it hurts to put pressure or to put my weight on the on my right leg. Um, so I I started a wheelchair fund, and it's not just well. In addition, in addition to the orthopedic issues, I have so many others as a result of the constant uh, targeting. This is year twenty for me, and so I have numerous specialists, cardiologists. Ear, nose, and throat doctor, endocrinologist, sleep study doctor, neurologist, and the um, medical expenses are just getting way, way, way out of my my reach. Um, I was awarded Social Security disability in, uh, income in 2009, and every time I start trying to find work, the perp increases the tortures to my legs which obviously makes it much more difficult for me to get around. So I started a, a GoFundMe page uh, that's that's called Health Healthcare Fund, um, Medical Expenses and Healthcare Fund. Um, in May, last February, I started a, uh, a legal fund that was to help me be able to pay for a lawyer or at least pay the retainer to get a lawyer and to cover the, the expenses of getting my documents copied and sent to those ones who were reviewing. Um, there's been some response in both of them. I am so appreciative to all of you who have uh, heard of my plight and responded in kind ways uh, of support. I do thank you for all that you've done. And if there are any of you who are able to help me in any way at this point, I would appreciate your help as well. Um, I have, um, and I actually wasn't going to, wasn't going to ask. Oh, that wasn't my main reason for coming on tonight. I had heard that sometimes on the calls there are younger people, and I mean people in their twenties and thirties, who don't know where to turn because of their targeting. So much so that they are receiving the or entertaining the suggestions from the perpetrators to commit suicide. I, I'm sure that these young people don't know that they are being suggested to commit suicide and my heart goes out to them. I have children in my thirties and in the in, in their now they're my youngest turned forty this week, uh and a granddaughter who is uh almost twenty three and I do know that she is being targeted. So my heart goes out to the young people. I've I've talked to people in their thirties uh, and they just don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. I have to tell them, and I'm not trying to step on anyone else's beliefs, but for me, I've only been able to make it because of my belief in God, because of my prayer time uh, as well as my um, praise time and keeping myself, my spirits high by listening to gospel music and those kinds of things. So if any of you hear of those young young people who are feeling like they're at the end of their rope, they don't know how to cope, they don't know where to go or which way to turn, please refer them to our conference called church or our Bible study that the conference called church meets on Saturday afternoon, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the talk show number, the same as the uh, number that you dialed in tonight. Our code is 140567. We also meet on Wednesday night. Uh, at 8 p.m. for for Bible study. 
Uh, there's a Saturday morning prayer team meeting that meets at 1130 Eastern Standard Time. And starting this coming Tuesday night, we're going to start back up with our emotional wellness support group, which may be of interest to many of you, where we'll be talking about coping skills, uh, developing those kinds of skills that will help you to be able to stand in this time that we are living in. That time is also going to be... 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I believe that uh, all of these uh, codes are the same except for the uh, the prayer team meeting on Saturday morning. It meets at a different uh, conference call number. But I want to invite any of you who are, um, have been raised as, as believers or any of you who are seeking for a power higher than yourself that you, in which you can believe, uh, someone who you can turn to in these dark days and, and, and cry out for help and feel that you can get something back for your crying. Join us on, at our conference call times, and uh, at least you will have an opportunity to be part of a spiritual community whereby we are looking to a power higher than ourselves to save us. Thank you, Ella. Is that um, like a non-denominational? It is. And that one's on what time, what day and time again? The church service meets on Saturday afternoon at 6 p.m. Yep. Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. And, and starting on Tuesday, which will meet once a month, the fourth Tuesday of every month, at 8 p.m., I believe, will be our emotional wellness support group. Okay. Thank and, you. And Okay, the talk show number is the same. Our code is 140567. Uh, the announcement for the church is in the PAX newsletter and also in the newsletter that is produced by Neil and Skizzit. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yep. Can you, uh, can you send me an email with all your time so I can add it to my website? Sure. <laughs> Carrie, okay. it's on. That. You know how you used my um, on my schedule. Um, she's on there on the schedule, including her Bible study. But if you want to highlight it, that would probably be great because everybody needs a little oh. extra strength here. Okay. Yeah, I think thing. she. I think she added a call there that I don't have, and I want to make sure I have all of her calls. So, do you do you have my email address? I can send it to you. So I know she's kind of busy. I'll send it to you, Terry. Or if you look on the website, I have it on there. It says Bible study. Oh, do you have the, well, I'm not walking around doing flyers and stuff right now, so I just, I don't remember the one, the one uh, call she just mentioned. That's why I asked, so I'll get it from you tomorrow then, Ella. Wait, maybe Ella, do you have the new okay, one? Okay, sounds good. Do you have Sorry. a new one? Um, Ella? Go ahead, Melissa. Yes, Melissa. It be the emotional wellness support group that he was talking about. That's something that we haven't had all summer. Oh. But we, yeah, we're starting it back up this Tuesday night, and it'll meet once a month on the fourth Tuesday of every month during the holidays, starting probably the week of Thanksgiving and going to New Year's. We we were meeting every other week just so that those who find themselves with holiday blues and loneliness as a result of the ostracism and the family uh, and relationship disturbances that come at us as a result of being targeted. We just wanted to provide some support. So we meet more frequently during the holiday season. 
And again, that's just for emotional okay. uh, support. Yeah, if you Thank want to you. Does somebody in. else wanted to speak. I just want yeah. one, I just want to know if you have that one on your on your schedule too. The emotional wellness. You know what? I don't think I have that one actually. No. I was thinking okay, of the Wednesday, so my, my we'll have to add that. Ella, are you getting our newsletter? Um, I should be. I, I saw one maybe a few weeks ago. Okay, you should have gotten one last Let me check. week. Okay, it does have the newsletter. Uh, it does have the uh, support group uh, information in it. Okay, I'd like I'll to just do a search in my inbox. Okay. If you, don't, if you want to add uh, my email, to, I'd like to get your newsletter, too, if you don't mind. I'd love to. Give me your email address. I, it's I, really important. It's stopgainstockingcrimes at gmail.com. Yeah, at gmail.com. Okay, I'll send it to you tonight. I'll send you last week's tonight, and a new one comes out, I think, by tomorrow night or Saturday morning. I'll make sure you get it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Eva, it's Tomo. I have some uh, the legal matter that I was going to talk about. Oh, sure. Uh, Go ahead, yeah. Tomo. Yeah, I have been connecting um, Attorney Devo and uh, Attorney Timothy Cassini from uh, Sacramento, California, who is a constitutional law attorney, and they they wanted to uh, talk with each other. So I'm, yeah, um, and they will. I will probably have a, a hope and unity conference call, a video conference call with them. But uh, I was wondering, uh, there are a couple more attorneys. I think it will be really helpful for us. Uh, one is Frank Weiser um, from uh, L.A., California. He is um, considered, he, he was uh, ranked as one of the 100 most uh, influential uh, lawyers in California by the Daily Journal, which is a legal newspaper for uh, judges and lawyers. Um, and also uh, Electronic Frontier Foundation's uh, Andy, Andy Crocker, I think. And um, uh-huh. how should we, yeah. Actually, I have been talking about this with Matt, too, uh, Electronic Frontier Foundation Attorney. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want, uh, how should we go about it? Uh, is Matt here? No. Matt's there. Let me see if I, he's up there. Hold on. Good call in. Cute Connecticut. Why are you looking mad? Could I say something to tell me? Sure. Hi, Timo. This is Millicent. We haven't had an opportunity to speak yet, but I heard you talking. In California, there are a couple of law law firms that have handled class action lawsuits, I know. Um, One of them is is Leif Cabrasier and Bernstein. They're in San Francisco. They handled a class action lawsuit that was actually a radiation experiment that was done by Vanderbilt University Medical Center on 900 pregnant women. They gave them radiation cocktails. That lawsuit was settled, I think, about 1995. I've contacted them at least three times on my own. Two times they wrote me back and told me that they that I did have a human rights 
lawsuit, but they weren't interested. I wonder if that's because of my location or if it's because of um, maybe they, they do better with class actions, but that may be a, a place you want to look into, share your information with them, LEAF, L-I-E-F-L, yeah. Brasher and, and Bernstein. The other one is um, yeah, the law well, Cabrera is really, uh, she ranks as the, one of those like 100 most uh, influential attorneys. Uh, she ranks almost every year. And also she ranks in the National Law Journals. Um, I think they also have this 100 most uh, uh, influential attorneys in the United States or something. And yeah, she's really top notch attorney. But I, I contacted them before, but they didn't take my, um, my class action request either. Elizabeth Cabrera. I don't know why. I know. Well, she did handle the. Uh, she handled the case, and so it, yes, definitely, it was a yeah. win. Miss Morrison and, and and Forrester, they're the ones that filed the lawsuit for the Vietnam veterans uh, against the the DOD and the CIA. They're in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Um, if any of you have not looked at that website, I think it's Edgewood. Testsubjects.com. I'll look it up and send it to Ella. She can share it on her website. They have some tremendous documents, um, and they name they name MK Ultra 42 times in their original filing. Hmm. Hi, Tomo. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not that great because I get radiated all the time. Yeah, I I hear you. I mean, uh, given that baseline, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right otherwise, thanks. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering how should we go about uh, approaching an EFF attorney and uh, Frank Weiser? Um, but also, um, yeah, Doctor Black just uh, mis- uh, yeah just mentioned a couple more law firms. Uh, I've already tried one of them, but uh, I'd be happy to speak with you this weekend. Um, we could we could make a strategy. I think. Um, uh, are you thinking about contacting them with um, by phone or by letter or email? Um. I guess EFS people usually prefer email first. <laughs> yeah, in sure. EFS, yeah. Frank Weiser, I think they uh, he takes phone call. Um, he is representing a TI. Um, I know. Gee, um, may I ask who's that? Who's representing? Oh, Frank Weiser. Huh? Okay. Oh, Frank Weiser is uh, attorney from L.A. Uh, I think attorney, yeah, he's very, um, he's one of the most 100 influential attorneys, uh, 100 most influential attorneys in, in California. Oh, so he's, yeah, uh, a, yeah. there might be a good a good chance of something coming out of that. Um, I don't want to interrupt the um, the conversation between um, you and the gentleman, so I'll let you. Um, I'll I'll let you proceed. Thanks. Oh. Um. So what should we do? Um. Do you, 
Ella, do you prefer a certain way to uh, have a conference call with these attorneys? Sure. Um, you, you tell yeah, me the time. time. <clears throat> you know, you know the time when I have my other call. So you just let me know what works out for them, and we'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we get to um, invite them. Yeah, but my, um, attorney, yeah. Uh, constitutional law, Kasuni, he's willing to, to comment on um, Mr. Dibble's presentation of a TIS case, so from a constitutional law perspective. And that I'm trying oh, to arrange. Oh, I mean, he's willing to come on a call. Oh, it's um, not where yeah, it's not a conference call where me and you. It's a call actually, where he'll come on and speak to the group. Yeah, I was thinking of arranging that for the Unity and Hope conference. So I have to set up a video. Oh, that would recording. be great. Yeah, but after that, maybe if you could up, uh, upload that video conference uh, recording in your YouTube, so people can um, PIs yeah. visit your web YouTube. Yeah. Would uh, be able uh, to. Okay, good idea. So. Tomo, we, we we can upload any of um, any media like that. Um, Ella can upload it to her channel. Uh, we can upload it in multiple uh, places. I have a, a Vimeo channel too. It doesn't have a lot of followers, but the advantage of Vimeo is that, that people can download um, the videos also. I, I think we should upload to, uh, those kinds of videos to multiple platforms. Yeah, all right. Yes, that sounds good. Yeah. Maybe if you could help uh, your, uh, also, Sean's really good at this kind of stuff, help. Um, setting up the video conference and then that gets streamed later uh through yeah Ella's and other um yeah other sites is Sean still on the call I am yeah what, what what's what's your suggestion for um recording a video conference call um well what, does the service uh save the video uh on file for later access um, I've never actually, I've never done a video conference call before. So so, yeah, so if anything that anything uh, any sort of um, website uh, like YouTube even anything that plays video that's like in your MPEG or MP4 format, you can you can just get a little bit uh, an app that goes into your your browser and you can rip it essentially uh, from. YouTube. So anything on YouTube, I can download to my computer with this one app that I have. Um, if the conference service allows, like you know, records the, the the teleconference, and you can access it later on, you can just hit play on that, and then with this app in your browser, you can go ahead and just rip rip it and download it to your computer. It's pretty straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Do you mind helping uh, with that? I mean, with that. Um, uh, because I don't really know how to do this kind of thing. See, when I did an interview with Paul Marco, we used um, we used an app that comes that's on Google Chrome. I think it's called Hangouts. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's oh, okay. free. It's free, I believe. And and mm -hmm. that that recorded a video. And then uh, what Sean just said. Um, I, I think if you if you're the person who sets up the video conference with Google Hangouts. Um, you have you have control over the video afterwards, uh, but it requires all participants to install Hangouts on their computer. 
Oh yeah, okay. That was, I think. Oh, actually, it's okay. it's a plugin. It's like a plugin for for Google Chrome. Right. Yeah, and uh, so would that stream uh, record the each participant's face, or how does it one person speak at just that uh, captures one person's? So, one no, it, it can capture. Well, I when I did it with Paul Marco, there were two, but I've seen him do okay. that with the Techno Crime Fighters Forum. There's multiple people, and the organizer. Uh, controls who so so basically at the bottom of okay. the of the screen you have the multiple participants and then the the person organizing the conference can magnify um, whoever's speaking at a given time and, and make them uh, appear on the main screen so to speak oh I see yeah maybe um, uh, if, okay well I was just gonna say I've never I've never organized one of those before so I, I, yeah, I um, I, I might, I'll look into it and see what I can figure out. Yeah, if you are shown, it'd be great. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Yeah. When is this happening? Uh, I have to do this before the conference, but I hopefully in a couple of weeks, I guess, because, uh, yeah. Oh, but I have to uh, talk, uh, contact the... Um, Attorney Catherine Dibble again, and uh, just figure out when they will be available. But uh, okay. Mr. Dibble said that he can do it, um, yeah, quite promptly. Yeah. I'll also look into Skype because if Skype could do it, more more people use Skype. Yeah, I would anyway. have mistaking Google Hangouts or Skype. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I guess that's all. Yeah, about this one. Thanks. Um, oh yeah, so go back to the. Uh, uh, I guess that uh, we. Do you want to, uh, Matt? Do you want to contact attorney, uh, crop, uh, EFF attorney, by email? What should I? Uh sure. What? What? Well, what? What? Um, is it? Is it to set up a conference with you, or what? What is the contact for? Oh, um, so we have a conference through Ella's conference call. So you want to invite him to Ella's conference call? Yeah, and I will be asked, yeah, I'll be interviewing him. Uh, sure, okay. you'll be interviewing him. Yeah, maybe I should contact him first then. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I can draft a, a letter from uh, for you, but, but I, think, I think it makes more sense for you to contact him if you're going to be yeah, interviewing sure, him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Then that's fine. I will email him. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, about that. So. Oh. Um. About the Mr. Wiser. Ella. Do you want to ask him first, or should I continue? Attorney Wiser. Um. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can try reaching him first, but um, if there's a problem, maybe if you, I would ask you as well. Yeah. Well, we can call together. You know how we do sometimes? <clears throat> we'll call yeah, sure. together. Yes, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, okay, then we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's well-versed in constitutional law. I, I read his complaint, um, the draft that he drafted. Yeah. Anyway, okay, thanks. Um, that's it. 
Ella. Yeah. Hi, Connie. Hi. I just Hi. want to remind some of the callers. They should really try to watch that Look Out for Charlie video and do the detox because not only is he saying it, but there's other people who are saying we're being sprayed by chemtrails. They'll, they'll see white particulates and stuff. And we all have this fungus biofilm on our skin. So I've been doing detox um, actively because they're hitting me extra hard with this stuff. But it, he, he is right. He, he goes by keep it simple, stupid, like the KISS rule. It, it, for them to sit there and, and target us, it makes it so much easier when they have this fungus bonded with our skin on our body. So I would say if anybody's getting feeling the effects of the radiation or burned or their hair is falling out or whatever, try getting the detoxing internally and externally. I, I firmly believe that guy is right on the money. There is, I still get a lot of helicopters, drones, and planes. But whatever they're trying to do, it, it's not as effective. The more I get off my body in, from my skin, and you can see this when you're getting it off, um, and some people don't even know it, and they've had it on their skin for 17 years. So um, I would urge all the TIs to try to get this stuff off your body, and you might feel better when you're getting those. I, I get the helicopters, and they're, you know, they're using air-to-ground radar. I do believe they're doing things underground, too. Um, but um, I need to – I'm going to dig a hole, like, 20 feet deep in my property and find out what's going on down there. Anyways, um, I would urge all PIs to protect your health, even if you don't think you have this biofilm on you, but we're all getting sprayed 100% of the population. Um, you'll be healthier because this stuff is airborne. It is water activated. It does bond with the skin. You wash your hands. You take a shower. It's bonding with your skin. If it's humid or if you sweat, it bonds with your skin. So I, I'm hearing people saying they're suffering and they're feeling the effect. So I just want to remind people, go to the lookout for Charlie, but instead of F-O-R, it's F-A, and try to detox. Thank you. We should try to get him on one of the, um, one of the um, podcasts. That, that's an excellent idea because, you know, he shows pictures. And he, he explains, it's like candida something or other, um, uh, cyclosporus or whatever it is. Anyways, this guy, I'm, I, I, he's right on the money. I'm getting this off my feet, my hands, my arms, my scalp, my back. Everywhere on my body, I'm getting it off. They're constantly trying to spray me when I go in, when I'm outdoors, in my car, or in the house. But the, I'm getting this stuff off and quicker than they're getting it on. And so they keep on trying. I have to say, my targeting is better. They're coming at me hard, but I'm doing really good because I'm getting, I have been getting this stuff off my body for a few, you know, I don't know, six months now. Um, Another person that I suggested to you the other night, she goes by Allie. And she would, traveled the world, and at one point she was, I think, engaged to a black ops person. Um, and she's very well connected uh, with um, getting the Wi-Fi out of the schools and 
um, getting the sodium fluoride out of the water. She's all about clean air, clean water, and clean electricity. You, you may want to consider having her as a speaker. She is going to do a radio show, so I don't know if you want to listen to that. Um, I asked if she would remind me about when it is so I could listen. But she's fascinating and very, very that well connected. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. And she was even, I don't know if she was contacted by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but she, she um, yeah, she's very well connected with, and a lot of the activists, um, when I mentioned your call, she wanted the information because a lot of the activists are, are being targeted. <laughs> so it, it would be good if we align with them um, to strengthen the cause. Yeah, they're that's gonna, yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do is to connect people and to align ourselves with similar group or groups that are, are going to take on our cause as well, you know, because it's one thing I didn't expect people to do, but you get someone who's not really a TI, but they know about TI topics, and they come on the calls, and they, they get more involved. And so that's a really, it's a good thing to do, I've discovered. So maybe we should bring her on. Um, hopefully, you know, she sounds like a good guest. Can you call me tomorrow, Connie, and give me more details again? I'm not feeling great at all, so... Uh, I know okay. you mentioned her the other day. Yeah, and she mentioned to one of her friends in New York that we talked three and a half hours, and then her friend in New York called me, but I didn't have a chance to call her back yet. But, yeah, I'll give you the information tomorrow. But um, she, she's, trying, she's in her 70s, and she's trying to get the Wi-Fi out of the schools. God bless her, because if she can do, you know, they're using cell towers, they're using Wi-Fi, they're using all these things, and the children are suffering. And um, I would just like to mention on this call, I became acquainted and tried to help Corey Dubin. He killed himself last August. And it was because of this yeah. stuff on his skin and what they were in the B2K and all this stuff. So I urge people, detox, detox. I wish I knew now what I, when I talked to him last July because, you know, the day before he killed himself, he, he called me in desperation, and they play with our phones. My phone didn't indicate I had a missed call, and then I I, I got the message on Sunday, but he was already he already passed. So yeah, I still have his voicemail from the last time he left the message, which was Saturday or Sunday. It was that mm-hmm. Saturday or Sunday, and I still have it. You know how it says you need to um if you review your message, we're going to delete it. So I keep saving it. You know, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. I save all he his helped motivate. He was really struggling with the sleep deprivation. That was a big complaint of his. So, you know, it's a constant reminder of why we do what we do and why we just keep on moving forward even though we're tired and it's tough. And, you know, sometimes you deal, but, you know, <clears throat> it's like you do good things, but sometimes you deal with a lot of nonsense. You know, you get attacked too, guys, when sometimes we're really trying to help and, you get attacked by people. It just happens. And um, and sometimes it's just misunderstandings and whatever the case may be. I'm not talking about this past week. I'm talking about prior to that. I've had some pretty, you know, people can be pretty nasty. But, you know, a lot of times it just takes time for people to figure people out and know that their intent is and things like that. So but my my advice, number three, is give people the benefit of the doubt or give them a little time. Be cautious, but give them a little time. See how... It seems six months down the road, so that's what I do. But with Corey, with Corey, he was getting 
he was getting a lot of really good evidence. And his last decision, uh, I tried to see, he was going to see a parasitologist. That would have been the way to go. Instead, he changed his mind, and he did a sleep study in the hospital the Thursday night before he died. And I said, Corey, why are you going to sleep in the hospital? Because, and, and then that week, he killed himself, you know? So he, he should have saw the parasitologist. I mean, I know he was suffering and everything. I didn't think he was going to try it again because he was yelling. His mom was on the phone many times when we talked. And he told her that he was going to go back to um, Hollywood because he was a screenwriter for 17 and a half years. You know, he was going to go back. So I didn't think he was going to do it again or try it again. Yeah. I was surprised. I talked to his mom after that, too, you know, and she was not doing well, obviously. Yeah, I I wanted to contact his parents. I never did, but his mom was in the background many times when we talked for two, three hours. She would be in the background, and he would be talking to me, and sometimes he would be talking to his mother. And, yeah, so in memory of Corey, I I just, I wish I knew what I knew. You know, he could watch that Look Out for Charlie video because he was trying to get this stuff. He knew this stuff was on his skin, and he was trying to get it off, and he sent me a video of him trying to get it off. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the Mulgallans was such a complaint, yeah. Well, and some of the experts out there, they're saying um, you really can't even call it Morgellons because they're spraying it in the sky, so it's on all of us. But for those of us who are getting hit extra hard or whatever, or they're doing things to us, it, it, having this on our skin it makes it easier for them to to, tar- to target you and you to be in, um, affected by the electronics, the smart meters, and all this stuff around you. Harold Costello talks about it. Look out for Charlie talks about it. There's many experts out there that are talking about this. So I just urge all TIs, detox, get the metals out of your body, you know, and, and off, get the stuff off your body. Thank you. You're welcome. I, sorry, I just kind of, I realized, sorry, I wasn't paying attention to the board. Hold on. Oh, oh my goodness, lots of people want to talk. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just kind of brain foggy. Okay, Northwest California, Illinois. Hi, Connie. Uh, I mean, hi, Connie. Thank you, Bill, for unmuting me. Hi. No problem. Sorry for the delay. Linda, can you call me again? You left me voicemail, and something happened, and I can't get it back, so... Honey, I, I can do that. I can do that. What I think that I, I just, uh, I think I probably just called and left my phone number because, as I recall, oh you said that your your phone numbers were in a like a plastic bag or something. So I, I just wanted you to have my contact information. Right. So I don't have your contact information anymore. So it, it it somehow got deleted off my phone. I. 
I think I still have have your phone number, but it would be if you're comfortable giving it out again. I will write it down right now. Uh, uh, if, okay. you're, if you're not comfortable, that's okay. I'll. I'll, I'll did you yeah, I've give, given my number many times on calls. Eight six zero. Six zero. Three zero three. One eight. Yeah, three zero three. I got that. One eight five four. I'm in Connecticut. It's easy to remember. Connie in Connecticut. I got that down, Pat. It's always a real pleasure talking with you. You know, you you know, you, I I think and rightfully so. You are one of the best resources, information and shielding and protection uh, on these calls. So I really value you and your information. But what I wanted to say, Connie, have you is it is it Allie Larkin that you have hooked up with, my friend in Washington State? I think that's her name. She was the water commissioner for many right. years. That is Allie. That is such a natural, you know, I'm just thinking the two of you. Uh I have hooked uh connected Allie with with uh multiple other people and I, I introduced them by way of three way calls. She is a great resource and she's a force to be dealt with uh yeah she's a force to be dealt with she is she's fascinating she i mean she's lived uh she told she's lived an incredible life mm-hmm. right uh so yeah i have uh, uh and, and not only that but she's one of the people that that emails me stuff you know i'm i'm a uh, computer free and cell phone free so so i i rely on on other people that that, that send me Piles of good information. Well, small piles of good information, which I happily pay, you know, page for at a, a mail center. But yeah, she she's a a, a really good uh, person. In fact, I have had I have gotten her on. I think maybe maybe Shelley's call. Uh, actually, I was encouraging her to become a moderator on these calls. Well, I I think when I talked to her last this past Monday after National Liberty Alliance, I heard her speak, and she was talking about her activism mm-hmm. to Don, the moderator, and the audience. And I I said I I had to connect with her, so I gave out the number, and she called me right after John's call, and we talked at three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, she to know that she was an elected official and that she's um, an activist and she's trying to make sure to get the, you know, safe water, safe electricity and, and safe air, you know, these, you know, if she's all about clean water and clean electricity, so. Right, and she's also uh, hooked up, she's, uh, she's uh, hooked up with several different groups. Including the international anti-fluoride uh, thing, uh, they've got a conference call. I think the second Saturday of uh, each month, and like um, people from four different nations uh, <laughs> in on that, plus some you know medical doctors, uh, well-known medical doctors. But she's also uh, heavily involved with uh, Josh Del Sol. You know the Stop the Smart Meters, uh, 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 Take Back Your Power is right there in Seattle near where she is, and like she said, uh, get the Wi-Fi out of the classrooms. Um, so she's a, she's an activist on, on, on many fronts, many issues, a, a great connection. Yeah, and she's very well connected. 
So that, that, I think she would be a great asset. And she did tell me that some of her fellow activists are severely targeted. So, um, yeah, so I told her, I gave her Ella's, you know, um, numbers for the conference call and everything. But I think she would be, um, I'm going to listen to the radio show that she's invited to coming up. But um, she's really... Radio show is that again? Um, I don't know. She was recently invited to do a radio show, and she said when it gets closer to the date, she'll give me the information so I can listen in. She's friends with a, a broadcaster, a, a, a radio local broadcaster up there in the Seattle area, and she has probably been on his program from time to time, and she is instrumental in getting other people on his program. Right, right. I think she could help our community because her fellow activists are targeted, um, and um, she has a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge, and she's really well. You're absolutely right. You know, I've, uh, I, I, I have, I've, uh, like I said, I've done conference calls in which I've introduced her to, to. Multiple people, including uh, Jesus Mendoza and and uh, and uh, our our good friend, well, uh, uh, Super Duper Flow, uh, the cartoonist in Arizona, uh, uh, Deputy Deborah uh, in in uh, Texas, uh, uh, who is uh, hugely electrosensitive, but she's also she used to be a with the FBI a, a, a profiler, so she knows stuff from the. Uh, Inside, and she 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 prevailed on a lawsuit. She tries. She helps people legally. So, yeah, there are a lot of uh, interesting there out there. Uh, all of you, <laughs> and you all will be made stronger by these calls and and getting to know one another uh, better. Well, and I'm glad I connected with her because she knows about dowsing, and I, I encourage TIs, um, go to emfblues.com. You don't have to buy anything there, but although they do sell um, inexpensive protective devices, but um, they're master dowsers, and a lot of it is about dowsing, and it's about we're being bombarded with positive ions, <clears throat> and we need negative ions. So when people go to the beach, they feel better, and because there's a lot of negative ions, and actually sea salt helps get the biofilm off the body. So, um, yeah. Can you repeat that? She's got a spiritual side, and they do these calls where um, basically they're praying for us, but they're trying to change things that they know that are planned or going to happen. And so I, I, I appreciate that part. Of you know, I could tell when I heard her voice because I feel an energy, and I'm like intuitive. So I knew I had to connect with her, and I'm really glad I did. And she's glad, you know, we connected. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, she'll get a surprise when you mention the mention the, that you know me. Yeah. Maybe surprised or maybe not. You know. I, I am probably the most uh, most electrosensitive person that she knows, and she was referring to you know possibly that she 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 knows other people that are EHS you know that that probably might be me. Uh, 
but uh, a little bit more, and then I'm going to get it off. Uh, I don't want to dominate the thing. But, uh, you know, about the um, biofilm and, and the Morgellon stuff, uh, again, um, Dr. Kenneth Stoller of San Francisco, the book that everybody ought to read, uh, Incurable Me, uh, he talks about biofilm, Morgellons, mind control, uh, government corruption, and Lyme disease. Uh, a lot about cor- corruption and how big pharma and, and mainstream medicine and, and stuff like that. But he also has his remedies and, and fixes. Now, about Morgellons, he, he defines what it is. He says it's collagen and keratin. And then uh, somebody else on the call came up, and she had talked to him. Uh, uh, and and said uh, that uh, what he recommends, there's a, a drug, uh, Jackie from, I think, New York, said that there's this stuff called Ivermectrin or something like that. I wrote it down, don't have it in front of me. But anyway, apparently there's a drug, uh, the cream, uh, prescription that you can put on your skin, and it, it apparently has a beneficial re- effect on, on uh, you know, like the Morgellons thing. Now, the biofilm, biofilm, he also talks about uh, quite a bit about biofilm. Biofilm. Okay, well, they, they, you know, a lot of, every, everything that's prescription has two names. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't know what the other name, I don't even know what the it's something like imectrin or something like that. Promethrin, P-R-O-methrin. That's a different, it's a different word, but she recommends. But now about the biofilm. Biofilm, it turns out, is, is uh, like uh, internally is what uh, keeps a lot of us from getting completely well, eradicating the Lyme uh, spirochete, the bacteria. There is this biofilm that coats it that the antibiotics or, or other antimicrobials cannot get get past. It turns out that there's this old drug that has a new name, Alinea, that is just a, it is, he says it's nothing short of a miracle drug. It's not an antibiotic. Uh, Alinea, apparently he calls it a uh, anti-invasion agent, and it will rip apart, in his words, uh, biofilm internal biofilm which coats uh, uh, the uh, Lyme bacteria and other other um, infectious pathogens. So uh, he's really, he's been using this for uh, like 10 years on his patients. He's a pedia- uh, pediatrician in San Francisco uh, with great success. He says that uh, about 30% of his like Lyme patients Get you know cured with this this thing that's called this anti-invasion agent called Alinea A L I N I A, which I have yet to try, but I'm gonna I'm planning on getting my hands on it as soon as I find the the cheap source, uh, which can be done you know, online. Anyway, that's I'm gonna look into that too. Like I said, we some of us are getting hit hard, but all of us have this stuff in us. And one one other thing, uh, one other thing about you know the stuff coming out of the sky and stuff. I'm with you on the chemtrails, of course, and all that other stuff. Uh, it doesn't appear to be 
uh, that heavy here is, is where you are. You know, like, I think you're around military bases and some other stuff. Uh, I do get uh, like uh, the black ash coming coming down. It appears on the on the uh, peach tree leaves mostly. But now what I do when I go out, you know, I I always wear long sleeves and long pants, and I've got my uh, uh, one one or other tinfoil hats. You know, it's either concealed inside my uh, uh, cotton hat with the um, head net over it. So and I always wear gloves. I wear gloves outside. Uh, uh, so um, so anyway, that's just one more easy precaution that any if anybody wants to, uh, you know. Uh, wearing uh, long sleeves, long pants, and and just don't uh, don't have your skin uh, exposed uh, to whatever may be floating around out there. Yeah, and I feel so bad for the children because I think what they're doing now is we were exposed throughout the years, uh, but now the children. I mean, when they play on the playground and they're riding their bikes in the street, they're getting coated with this stuff, you know, so, and the pets, all of us, um, I, I do the same. I wear gloves and I do wear a lot of long pants and long sleeve shirts and cover myself as best I can. Uh, I think, you know, in some countries they wear masks. I think in China they wear masks with gloves. Um, and now, now I know why. Hello? Hello? Hello, this is Jackie. How are you, Connie? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, Can you repeat, please, you know, what Solar said about uh, the the remedy for, the prescription remedy for uh, for, uh, Morgellons, please? Look out for Charlie? Oh, Jackie. Yes. Could you could you repeat? Remember, I think. Uh, well, uh, Jackie, is this Jackie from New York? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jackie, sorry. That's okay. I was talking about well, just to go off of what you just said and how, how to get rid of it. Me and Connie were talking on the phone not too long. Well, I guess it was last week, and she told me to share with you guys what I've done to like clean up my floor. Um, I put on my boots and take the green pads that they have, and I use the pine salt that she told me to use on my floor, and I was mm. able to scrub that stuff by just skating around on my floor versus getting on my hands and knees. So it's quicker versus us, you know, scrubbing on our hands and knees. It takes a little bit of time versus, you know, just scrubbing it with the scrub pads under our feet and just scrubbing it that way. I just want to that out. And, and Jackie, you said in the military, <clears throat> they're really pumping this biofilm in right now. <clears throat> you said that in the military, that's how they clean the floors too, right? Yeah, that's how that's how we clean up all the marks and everything off the floor before we buff the floor. So we put the green pads on the bottom of our, our boots and we just, you know, use our feet and try to scrub it up versus getting on our hands and knees. Yeah. Yeah, and pine salt is very effective in cleaning surfaces. I don't know what it is about pine salt, but, I mean, <clears throat> vinegar and things like that work too. Lemon juice, vinegar, the acidic things. But pine salt does work, and it smells 
pretty good, so. Yeah, but that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to um, let everybody know it's kind of hard for me to uh, get on this line and tell you guys about everything that I've gone through here, but um, what I do is that I listen to you guys, and it's kind of refreshing to know that you guys are, it's a a double-edged sword, but it's kind of refreshing to know that I'm not by myself, so I don't tend to tell everyone what I'm going through, and plus, if uh, someone's on the phone, a criminal's on the phone, I don't want them to know, you know, how to get to me and if they're getting to me. or So it, it'll take me some time to kind of warm up and, and put that information out there. Plus I don't want to, you know, take up the time for anyone else who's really hurting too. And, and Jackie, you were in the Army for 24 years. <clears throat> and, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Amy, who was in the Air Force for 19, and she wants to connect with you. So, yeah, I don't know if you mind me giving her your number or what. So, No problem. You can give it to her. Oh, okay. You were in the military for a long time, and she's really, you know, would like to talk to you. Well, that would be perfect. Okay. Thank you, Connie. And she knows generals. Um, one of them has been sort of helping her and looking out for her. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay, we've got quite a few people unmuted. If somebody wants to speak, just go jump right in. Um, I wanted to let people know that if there are any Michigan TIs, there's a Facebook support group for Michigan-targeted individuals. Just go or search on that. Thanks, Hope. Jackie, honey, this is Linda. How you doing? I don't know if you need to stop. I just want you to know how you... Hi, Jackie. How you doing? um, I just want you to know I do the same thing. I, I tend not to say the things that I don't want to happen again. And 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 I really relate to that. Also, honey, you're never taking up our time. You're not wasting our time. You know, you're pretty new here. You get to talk. You get to tell us how you feel. And what, you know, please don't. Please don't feel like you're imposing. Okay? You're okay. a nice lady. And you, okay, you're working you. very hard at this. Yeah. Okay. I want to say that. I appreciate it, Linda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hi. Um, I'm on the East Coast um, from New York State. Um, three or I'm sorry, three hours behind, so I'm a little bit sleepy. Um, joined the call recently, so um, I will just listen. And um, at the point where I have a question, I will um, um, raise my hand, or um, if I'm already open, um, just let Ella know. Thanks. Hey, I, I I'd like to share something. Um, what you know, since anyone, you know, we have like the silence on the line. This is Jackie again. Um, I had to deal with um my electricity, my not my electricity, but my heat being turned off. I mean, my my air being turned off, and I'm in Florida, so that's some of the stuff that I'm going through. They turned off my heat, 
and when I left home, they turned on my stove. And I didn't know my stove had been turned on for two days. And I was, like, sweating in here really bad, you know, and plus taking the, the electronical weapons that they had. So that's pretty much, and, and, and mail being tampered with and open for these past couple of days. So yeah. I had to deal with, like, trying to, I try to complain. I am complaining to make sure that I get my voice heard and make sure that they're not thinking that they can just run all over me and at the same time get it on record just in case something happens or something wide open. So those are some things that I was just dealing with in two days. But make sure you record every call. Oh, when you do lodge a complaint, make sure you record everything, every interaction. I started today. I got a recorder and I started today with that phone call. Good. Well, I want to tell you, I'm from Oklahoma City, Jackie, and I just today spent the morning in Sedona, Arizona, and I don't ever talk about this at home, but I ran into another targeted individual and I ran into a woman that worked at one of the rock shops, and I was asked, I, I, I said something, and I said, you know, do you have anything for electromagnetic sensitivity? And she said, yeah, why? And I said, do you know what a targeted individual is? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, I'm a hard target. And her eyes welled up with tears, and she said, I'm so sorry. Now, see, that's the right reaction from people, don't you think? Yeah. She was so kind to me. She was unbelievably kind. And she was not targeted, but she said, she said they're getting more absurd to so just hang in there. And, you know, um, Sedona's famous for the energy there. I loved it. Um, our toilet in our hotel flushed backwards. The water goes backwards. And it was really, really, really spectacular for me. Um, I got a lot of stuff out of my body while I was there, which was really weird because um, I didn't know it was still in. I thought I was pretty clean. But the other, the targeted individual I ran into, he was, I heard over, overheard him telling someone about CBD oil. And somebody else had recommended that to me. That's that's like the oil without the THC, without the high factor. And apparently it's supposed to be really good for electromagnetic sensitivity. So I, that's how I approached it. I said, is that good for electromagnetic sensitivity? And he said, yes. He said he had electromagnetic sensitivity. And he was younger. He was probably in 25, 26 and I got to talking to him, and I said, do you know what a targeted individual is? And he kind of, like, looked down, and he shook his head, and he said, yes, yes, I do. And he, turns out, had moved from L.A., where he was being targeted, to Sedona, and now works in a rock shop, and he said it, it has decreased there. He said it's harder in Sedona for people to gang stalk him, um, and he does not get, you know... He can't have, like, cell phones around him and stuff. Like, he's very sensitive to that. And um, he was just such such a great kid. I gave him the number for tonight, and I encouraged him to come on. Um, I was just so excited that I ran into somebody else that was targeted. 
and he didn't know that there were support groups and um and then that other lady her reaction was just that made my day that really made my day because i i prayed this morning i said god please just show me you love me today please somehow just please show me you love me and you know that reaction meant the world to me because she knew what it was and she just had such compassion even though she wasn't targeted she had just overwhelming compassion and it was just so beautiful because there are good people out there and we are not alone we are absolutely not alone so i just wanted to jump in with that and i wanted to say i love sedona and it was just incredible incredibly healing so just drive driving through hi jackie Hi, Alice. Hi. Oh, and I wanted to apologize to anybody. Um, I will get your CDs out to you. I've now dropped my son off at college and am now headed back. And I will now have plenty of time to get on that. So that was a feat. He is now at school. So I will get right on that. If I have promised you a CD, you will be receiving one shortly. So, hi, this is uh, Diane from Chicago. Can can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Thank you. I'm driving driving past Sandia right now, so I don't know if anyone can hear me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, like, literally driving past Sandia National Laboratories. (laughs) <laughs> which is where some of my targeting has originated, which is ironic. But um, I can hear you. Hi. Thank you. Hi. So I'm sitting here. I <clears throat> I guess I'm just trying not to be frustrated. I was trying to walk through um, that um, site for locating air, uh, air traffic in your area because I, I get every day um, at the same time, three, four, five, they're helicopters, and they just constantly hover and beam, hover and beam their lights. And so it looks like when I started um, researching uh, locations of these um, helicopters from this site earlier, I forgot the person's name that was walking somebody through how to find these flights. They kind of like slow down a little bit, it looks like. Um, but I noticed... Um, you know, when I went on to the site, I got a little confused about how to find information, but um, all the airplanes disappeared, and I can't bring them back uh, in, the, in my area. So uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to use the software yet. But, but um, then I noticed, um, I kind of stepped away from the computer. Um, I noticed the neighbor across the way, Keith's door basically opened at night, and there's some kind of, um, it looks like a small freezer at his door. And at one point, um, I knew that it, they were shooting microwaves toward uh, the window. Um, but tonight, there were, there are these lights, blue, just flashing blue, green, and red over and over and over again. And um, I don't know what those lights are. I don't know how dangerous they are. I, I don't know if, um, 
is still some sort of electronic weapon? Um, or is, is it just an annoyance? I don't know. So I know they use like as a form of sort of annoyance or mind control or whatever, which I don't care. Uh, they don't bother me anymore. I, I think I um, listening to everyone in my faith helps me not be bothered by the light. But um, I don't know. I'm just and I, I'm I'm just frustrated though because you know these helicopters fly. They start around seven thirty, and they're still flying. Uh, like one is kind of coming towards me now. And they and the lights are getting brighter. When the lights get brighter, I know that's what they're doing. But um, they are out here. At least five hours, nonstop. They just don't let up. And when one leaves, another one comes. Or, or there's one way back in the distance. And so after the first one comes close and do whatever they're doing, that one will leave. And then the one that's way back in the distance comes move, moves forward. So it's just they do this rotation, you know. And um, I, I don't know. I try to stay out of the way, but. I it's just I'm not always able to do that. Like now I need to move as I'm talking. But I would like to know more about how to find and locate this air traffic in my area. And I think the problem that I'm having is filtering, actually finding the actual plane. And they're not I don't want the airports and I don't want want the regular planes that I want to, the actual helicopters, and I don't know if they would actually be on the, you know, on that site, because they're not the planes, they are helicopters, and I think they are, they are police helicopters. You know, I've called the police a couple of times, and I started feeling like I was sounding crazy, Um, and they were acting like, well, what are you talking about? And when I, I, I mentioned to one of the officers, I said, look, I've captured one of them. And she says, oh, you've captured it in your hand? I'm like, what are you talking about? And I know. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? No, on video. Um, and so they just kind of talk to me any kind They talk to me any kind of way. You know, it's like um, they know what's going on, and they're not going to do anything right. about me. You know, so so anyway, that's um, and so it's a little scary too because my sister, uh, and this this light is still flashing. I don't know. I want to leave out of here, walk over to these people's house, and knock on their door to cut the doggone lights out. That's what I want to do, but you know, I can't do that. Um, and my sister's disabled. And she has nothing to do with any of this. I'm the whistleblower. And I know if it's affecting me, it's affecting her. And she doesn't recognize it right now, you know, she because she's sickly anyway, you know. she has, She's diabetic. Uh, she has a learning disability. And she's, um, you know, she, she's, uh, she doesn't walk that well, you know. And so I don't really know what to do about her situation and whether it's really affecting her or not. 
And I ask her every day, how do you feel? And she says, oh, I feel okay. I feel fine. So if it's affecting her, she doesn't know that it's affecting her, which is kind of kind of good, you know, but I don't want them to hurt her body even more than, you know, she's, she, she's, she's going through her own issues medically, and I don't want anything else to, you know, be added to that. So for me, I think I can deal with this. I think um, God is, uh, I, I believe in God, and, you know, and I think these people are absolutely insane. Uh, there's something wrong with these people, and um, I, I, I have every right to do what I do. And I, I, you know, sometimes I think, well, maybe I shouldn't have uh, complained. Maybe I should have just let it go. Um, but then I don't know. You know, I'm sure if I had let this situation go a long, long time ago, you know, some years ago, I wouldn't be in this situation now, you know. But I didn't let it go. And I'm not going to blame myself because I don't deserve this. Whether I whether I filed a complaint or not, whether I applied for disability on the job or not, whether I tried to make the community aware through regulatory agencies, I didn't go directly to the community, but I went through a regulatory agency to let them know, hey, mm-hmm. you've got contaminated contaminated substances going out into the community. And there are multiple, probably hundreds of people affected. And I think that when I did that, uh, they really, really, really started monitoring me. I I knew I was being monitored. I just didn't know how severe the monitoring was. You know, I didn't know. I just know weird things kept happening. But it finally came to a head to where I I recognized gang stalking. Um, And somebody mentioned it to me, somebody who I thought I was, um, you know, hiring to come in and kind of help me with uh, checking my house out. I think I made a big mistake when I did that. And that's when I first heard about gang stalking because as I was explaining to this person, some of the things, you know, that I was experiencing, um, he says, well, you need to look up gang stalking. And I was, like, blown away when I read it. And it really frightened me. And and it actually, I didn't recognize the uh, severity of the gang stalking that that I was reading, you know, reading about. But, you know, right after I started reading a little bit about it, then I started, then I started being, gang stalked to the point to where I could recognize it. So I, I just felt like, oh, that was just a setup. You know, the man that came to my house, this is, it, it, he was setting me up for me to recognize gang stalking because I, I didn't recognize it at first, maybe. I don't know. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that, too. So, um, but um, I don't know. I don't, and I kind of don't want to dwell on what's going on. I really want some answers. I want to know how to uh, do something about this situation. I just cannot believe 
I don't think I'll ever just, you know, give up to the point to where I will tell myself, let him do whatever. I I don't think that I'll ever get to that point. I think I'll keep looking for a way to uh, bring these people to justice. And, you know, I want to see each and every last one. I want to see handcuffs put on them. I want to see them walk in jail. And I want to be standing there looking at them and watching them walk into jail. I support that. Amen. You know what? I'm looking forward to seeing the boo-hoo because they're going to have a big pity party. Yeah, for themselves. Oh, it's not going to be your fault. It's going to be somebody else's fault. Someone's going to make them do it. And they'll cry mm-hmm. and cry and cry. I was just following orders. Well, I didn't know. Won't that be the theme of the day when it comes out? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I want to ask something if I could. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, this is Tracy in Colorado and I um wanted to just talk for a minute, I guess. I'm getting severely harassed, tortured, uh, stalked upstairs. They're doing noise campaigns. I've been doing it all three sides. A couple of them stopped tonight. I turned them into the apartments with an arrest record of the drug dealer guy that I used to go out with eight years ago that pretty much started this. So they're trying to amp out my nervous system and harassing and harassing. If I'm not talking, they try to get me to talk, latch on to that in anger. If I'm not doing that, then they're trying to do torture, trying to do the TV, the computer, the phone, the noise upstairs. And I just feel like I'm. it's up to my throat. And um saying the police are going to come get you. They're listening in your head. We're going to set you up in your head, and they're going to come get you. And I know, you know, what people have told me, and I'm doing stuff, doing the TVs and all that kind of stuff, but I, it just feels overwhelming, you know, sometimes. Like, they're trying to get me to just come out of my skin and uh, with the noise. And um, so I was just calling to see, I guess, just talk and, you know, see what you guys have to say, or well, thanks for coming on and thanks for sharing. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was helpful to get it off your chest. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but like when they're just trying to hit you with everything but the kitchen sink, and they're just trying to max you out so that you'll, you know, they're trying to make you either run to a hospital or run to the police station and say, you know, save me, and that's the only way safe and. You know, it's just, I don't have any anybody here, um, really. So I moved here in February, so I'm kind of isolated. I don't know a lot of people yet. And so they're trying to take advantage of that to try and accuse me of being a pedophile, a child abuser, a prostitute, a whore, a drug addict. And it's mostly from this drug dealer who has a five-page rap sheet and, um, just doesn't stop, and I'm hoping that he'll be in prison or they'll get him, and some of this will alleviate, but yeah, so anyway, and the copters, copters going over, you know, one of them really close, and uh, so 
stuff on the property. They're trying to make do that to the whole property to, you know, rally up and get me, kick me out and say they want me out of here. And, you know, I know in my head that they're a lot more criminal than I could ever be, you know. So I think they're scared because I'm, I went to the apartments and I think they're scared because I'm doing this and I'm doing stuff against them. And that's when they start to get more, you know, as you guys know, flyers and that kind of stuff. So, so anyway, just wanting to talk. Thanks for listening. I hope it gets better for you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Well, keep listening and there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good YouTubes on, um, and there's a yeah. lot of good videos, I should say, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna educate get... yourself and then do action. Yeah. yeah, I just, um, I've it's been six to eight years, but it, it's, I just known about a year, and really only like three months ago, I started, you know, finally talking to the CI for the first time ever, and, you know, got a lot of information, and I'm going to try a couple of things with that grounding strip and some magnets, and I've been doing the Dave Space and the pink noise, and you know, so it does get better, right? I mean, you guys need to close. Have you been? Yeah, I mean, it goes up and down for people like, but it's really, um, it's really a matter of finding. You know, um, you have to find something in yourself that's going to make you go forward, make you uh, be bold enough and courageous enough to do activism and to take action and. To yeah. make phone calls and you know, put yeah. you down. You can barely do it. Well, when they you have they, the time and you're feeling okay. Yeah, they. Um, I've been okay. passing out flyers and that's been successful. Um, they have backed off as far as vehicle because I've been passing out flyers and I, I mean flyers. I did it to the, you know, um, uh, uh, fire department and different places and um, I've been, uh, you know, kind of doing more stuff and that has helped a lot. Um, so, um, you know, it, is, it really it does, is, they always but it's just, you know, they try to constantly yeah. dehumanize you, demoralize you, you know, make you think you're this piece of crap when you're not, you know, and I know yeah, that that's how they break a lot of, yeah, some of that what? psychological warfare and it works. Yeah. So sometimes you actually really start to think. You're the person yeah. they're like believe trying me. to get you to believe you are. It's exactly. forget you're like, wait a minute, I'm not that. That's how effective it is, you know. Depending yeah. on what people are getting, some people get V2 and things like that, and you almost start to believe it. You forget when you're tired that you're not yeah. those things. Yeah, so, and you're worn down. No, but you just you're worn down, and yeah. you get. I've sleep deprivation. I've had three intestinal bypasses since. Um, I mean, just major intestinal problems for years. And, um, you know, the V2K severely every day, all night long, every single day, 24-7. And it's difficult when everybody is telling you and you're just one person. So it's hard to kind of get out of that. When you're getting treated like shit doesn't mean you are the shit, you know. But when everybody's trying to do that, and it's, bullying maxed out, you would think adults don't act that way, but, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot of bullying. That's pretty much what it is. Paid bullying is what it is. Yeah. People yeah. saying to bully you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's
Right. They do it. They do it with their kids. That's like they're no contributing do. to the delinquency yeah. of a minor. Boy, yeah. I can't wait till they get arrested on that, and they get their kids taken well, away from them because yeah. kids should not be exposed to that. Yeah, they are using their children. Yep. Hey, are you are well, you using the Epsom salt and the and um? Yeah, I'm doing Epsom salt and um, you know, the ice pack. I need to get some new ones, but uh, when I can, and you know, I used to have like um, some of the drug hustlers keep their kids all night up to three in the morning, pounding, kicking on walls, and just you know, use the spy on women, and it's just sick, so sick. Are you also so. detoxing because that works together? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I've started doing supplements, herbal supplements, and I started doing um, Epsom salts, and then you know trying to drink water. But I'm talking about like the herbal tea, the de- that kind of detox. No, I've done, I have the sleepy time tea. I have valerian root and hawthorn root and um, uh, some other ones. But no, I haven't. Are there certain teas that are good? Oh, any tea that makes you, I was told that any tea that makes you go and get all of that out of your system, uh-huh. it, it has helped me, you know. Okay. Because they attacked me like they do you. Like I had to sleep under my table and put mirrors on top of the hope that the electricity just bounced off there. I was just hoping me and my cats just under this yeah. one table just sleep yeah. under there. And mm-hmm. since I've been detoxing and using the, the Epsom salt, it took mm-hmm. a while for it to actually take the Epsom salt. The attacks didn't oh. feel as great. You know, it kind of made them a little bit lighter. They didn't okay. go away. They just made them feel lighter. Uh-huh. And what yeah, it just go away a little bit after. It feels better after when I get out, yeah. So you use the Epsom salt every night? I, every, every time night. I get in the shower, I just, I just scrub away. And sometimes, like, when I go to school and I come back, what I uh-huh. do is I put the Epsom salt on me. I, I go back through the shower real quick again, and I, I go through with the Epsom salt again because they're putting little sticky stuff in my hair. I don't know how to combat that. So what I've been doing is been cutting those little pieces like I will wig, and I'll mm-hmm. put those little pieces out, and I save them just in case we have to go to court. I'm going to have some proof. You're going to leave some proof on me, and I'm going to save it. And, and quicker, there is a quicker way to detox other than the Epsom salt. If you get a clay facial mask, creamy clay, um, like CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, you get a creamy clay facial mask and you put it on your skin and then you get the anti-itch cream at the Dollar Tree store. And yeah. if you put the clay mask on your hands and your feet and your face or your arms, then take the anti-itch cream a few minutes later and start rubbing it back and forth, catch it on like newspaper or plastic. Yeah. Don't get it on your clothes or floor or anything. And okay. um, that, that will take it off quicker in combination with the Epsom salt and sea salt. Okay. Do you scrub good, with Epsom salt? Do you scrub with Epsom salt or do you soak? Because I've just been soaking. Can you scrub with it too? I, I scrub with sea I do too. I scrub with it. Scrub, okay. All right. I didn't know that. And, and some of the herbal teas that are really effective are green tea with lemon and turmeric tea with ginger. Okay. I was They're all antioxidants. Yeah. So I was in the oxidation. You want to be yep. antioxidants. Okay. 
Yeah, they just try to get me fighting mad, so I feel like I'm having to defend myself by myself, you know, and I'm cussing out and doing stuff like that. You know, then they're trying to say, like, when I'm talking to the phone right now, they're trying to say I'm manipulating you guys by being nice. And it's just a mind screw constantly. No, they just know you're doing something right. And that's right. Whenever you do something right, they try to come at you harder. But once you get all of that detox done and and you start to feel like you don't have to hide from their shots Mm -hmm. as much, then you will get stronger and you'll look back at them and say, it's not me, it's them. Yeah. Yeah, when you when it does alleviate, I I'm able to think, you know, and know that that's not true, you know. Uh, another another test you can do is take peroxide and put it on a Q-tip and dip the Q-tip in the peroxide and hold it in the beginning part of your ear, um, because we have holes in the beginning part of our ear that go directly to our brain. So, and see if you hear a lot of sizzling, and if you do, you probably have biofilm there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say something about the teas, and then I had a question. Um, the thing about teas is some of them you have to be careful with. Like, I found out that you can't have a lot of licorice root. Now, I'm not saying that I was going to drink that for targeting. It was something a long time ago. Um, but some teas you should check online and see um, if there's issues with how much you should have, even though they're natural. They can have, um, I don't know what the licorice root does to you, but at some point it does something bad. I don't Um, know. I'm half Japanese, and my mom has always drank a lot of green tea, and she didn't get wrinkles until she was in her late 70s. Wow. And, And, you know, so green tea is really good. Um, and, and somebody did mention on Ella's call that there's a country that eats a lot of turmeric and they have hardly any incidence of cancer. I know turmeric is really considered to be a Yeah, they, that's gotten a lot of press lately, which is really cool. Um, I had a question to the person who who was calling about her targeting right now. Did you say yeah. you were doing something for grounding? Well, I... Uh, uh, I think Terry and Linda mentioned like a grounding strip that you can plug into your wall. You can get it on Amazon and you can attach it to your ankle or something. When you're sitting still or lying down, it kind of grounds you and they can't hit you as hard with them. Okay. So look up grounding strip. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Okay. Thank it's you. called grounding strips, you say? Yeah, I think that's what it's called, like a a grounding strip or a... I wrote it down, and I it has it's something like that. It's called grounding band, and band. I have one. Yeah. Yeah, grounding band. And you can get them at um, earthing.com also, but Amazon has them probably a little more reasonable too. It's not the one with the, the clips on the end, is it? No, I know what that is. This, these aren't clips. This is just like a band, and you around your wrist or your ankle. Actually, anybody can benefit from grounding. So targets or, you know, just any human being needs it. In the world that we live in, all this electricity floating around, and especially within our community. So it, I notice when I use it, I sleep better. So it seems yeah. to be that way. I'm not sure. It really does help. It helps a lot. Yeah, the, yeah Amazon, I think so. If you want to search for it, they call it earthing straps. Earthing straps, that's it. That's it. 
Thank you. Thank you. So they're trying to threaten me to leave town and all this crap, and you guys just don't listen to that, right? What did you say? When they're threatening you that you better move, you better leave town, you better get out of here, all this stuff. You guys just ignore it, right? Yes. Tell them they're the ones that better move and better get out of town because they're about to get busted. I know. Do you you live (laughs) in a home? I have an apartment. I just moved here in February, so it's been seven months. I have an apartment. So, um, yeah. I have a question if Linda's still on or Neil or Sean's or maybe Ellie, you might know. I'm not quite sure. Um, So in Sedona, it's an interesting place. So there's things called vortexes there. And one of the locals was telling us that when they built the Hyatt, the Hyatt Regency moved in, they didn't know that they were building it on a vortex and they had all sorts of plumbing issues and it took a month longer (laughs) to do the plumbing, right? So, and a lot of the locals are very disappointed that it's become very commercialized there, but um, because the water does flow backwards and there really is interesting um, magnetic fields and electromagnetic fields, but they're backwards, I guess. I mean, I'm not quite sure how to explain it, but it really is, it's a scientific fact. But first of all, I want to know how that affects us since we are being bombarded with positive ions. I know I personally felt better there, but, I mean, I did talk to another targeted human being um, on one of these calls that she said she can't go there. It's just too overwhelming for her. So I don't know why I felt better there. Maybe it's just, I don't know if anybody else has been there, if there's a scientific explanation for it, for the energy there, I guess, and, and, and I hate to sound too, like, new agey, um, because it is, a, it, it's science, you know, it's a geological science. The second thing is, the first time we were there, we drove, I stayed there um, on the way to take my son's stuff to college, and then, yeah, today, on the way back, um, stayed there again. The first time we stayed there, they were spraying up the sky with chemtrails. I could not believe it. I cried. I absolutely could not believe it. I had gotten up early to watch the sunrise over the mountains, and they were spraying chemtrails. And I asked a girl who had grown up in Sedona, and she said she said they're spraying less now, and it's gotten reduced. She said, but it used to be every morning they were spraying, every morning, just spraying up the sky. And the guy that told me he was targeted, he showed me a picture on his phone because I asked him about the spraying too. He, he showed me a picture on his phone. He said it was so stupid. It was an actual pentagram. And I said, I have seen, they've done that over Oklahoma City too, where where I was at and the big X's. But the chemtrails, he said there, it was it was a joke. They were just so blatantly obvious. But he said that's reduced. So I'm curious if anybody has any thoughts on um, the, I mean, the water does, world backwards there so I mean it's an interesting place and I mean I loved it I felt good so I'm I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on as far as how that affects targeted people because we're being bombarded I felt better maybe it depends on the technology they're using on you 
because I don't think we all get the same technologies. No, I'm sure we don't. And, you know, I know that it changes and they do different stuff. So I don't get the V2K. Um, um, By the way, to the Tracy in Colorado, you know, if you go on YouTube, you can, there are five different consumer products on the market now that can do V2K. Anybody can buy those. So um, one thing I like to do is watch YouTube videos about the consumer version. And then if you can also YouTube um, ways to record V2K, there are ways to record it. Wow. And once you do that, they will stop. They will absolutely stop, mostly, hopefully, for you. Because if they know that you can record it, um, chances are that's going to be some type of documentation because there are consumer products on the market that you can point to this and say, see, this is happening. This is happening and this is what they're saying. And it can be localized from what I understand. And can if you, you go to the A- what that Google term would be? Pardon me? Can you repeat what the Google term would be? Record. Um, so if you can, if you can look up Audio Spotlight, that's one name, and I think that one was re- it's been recalled. Actually, that may be the one that's been recalled because it's hurting, it's causing biological damage to people. Um, there's a TED Talk with the inventor of this technology that is being used for V2K, but the original purpose for it was not to target and harass people. The original purpose for it was to um, localize sound as fine as a laser pointer. So um, artworks have been created with localized sound. Um, It's on display at the Smithsonian and Boston Museum of Science. And the ACLU now has a pamphlet or a leaflet a one-page leaflet called um, Audio, what's it called? Audio Harassment Devices, one's Disorientation Devices, and one is, um, I think it's called Sound Devices. But the consumer products are, one of them I think is called Halo or Audio Halo or something like that, Sound Halo. But Audio Spotlight's the one that you can look up and That'll that'll at least get you started. What, what was the one that you said you could use to record record the? Um, so if you just look up um, Google how to record E2K, you okay. can, you know, that'll take you through it. Um, there's several different ways to do it apparently, and they're very easy. But you have to have like a digital recorder, or some people have said that they've done it on their computer. Um, I haven't tried that myself because I don't get the V2K. Um, but that you know, I I know people I know people that you know on YouTube I've looked up several of those videos and they said how to record it and showed examples of theirs and people have said that once they've recorded it and captured it on, you know, a recording that it stopped, that people, whoever was harassing them. There is, in fact, on YouTube, a video called, um, 
harass your neighbors with this device and it's promoting their crowdfunding campaign for uh, the voice to skull technology and he he's actually literally promoting using audio spotlight and I think that's the one that he's they're crowdfunding audio spotlight um, to harass your neighbors or people walking down the street and he's saying yeah you can use this and um, it's funny you can make sounds and say stuff to people only to that person and watch them turn around and look and try to figure out where it's coming from and nobody else can hear it but them. I mean, he was literally just, I, I could not believe this YouTube. That's on YouTube. Um, I think if you go to... Oh, is to, it Gab? Yeah. As a gag, he's like, harass your neighbors with this device, literally. social network gab raises $1 million in crowdfunding campaign. Does that sound right? Gab? No, I don't know. What is gab? Maybe that's another one. I have oh, no maybe idea. I, I think this is not right. I think I went too far. Sorry. So if you go to my YouTube channel, um, which is Octave... Octus 8 Biotech, I think that's it. Um, Octus 8 Biotech. I can't remember. I'm having a lot of Internet issues again. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Um, I, I made different categories, the how-to of gang stalking, targeting tech, um, some of the technology that's out there. And I, I put the good ones in, too, like the ones that are very scientific and very you know, the purposes that they were intended for. Um, there's some technology Wait, what, out there that's... Could you, oh, sorry. I was going to try to look it up while you're talking. What, what, okay, what so if you channel? go to Octave, Octave, O-C-C-A-V-E, the number eight, biotech, all one word. I think that's it because that's my Gmail address. Okay. So it's yep. Melissa Ryan, yeah. Octave 8. So I put several different categories in that. The one that's how to harass your neighbors with B2K, he doesn't say it's B2K. He says um, prank your neighbors with this device or something like that. It might be in the category under targeting tech. So if you go to my playlist I didn't find section. It. I got Octane 8 or Octane. Not Octane. 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 So OCD well, gave don't, you. Let it don't let it autocorrect you. Do Octave 8. It didn't. No. Activate Biotech. Huh. Is it two different words? No. Just try Activate. Activate Melissa Ryan. Let's try that. I'm pretty okay. sure that's... So I made playlists, if you find it. Um, I made playlists with uh, lots of different videos I found on YouTube. And I know that prank one, I added it to one of the playlists. And I think that playlist is targeting tech. (laughs) 
and that's got some really good information about all the different technology that they are they are using on it. Is it okay for me to ask a question in the meantime while she's looking that up? I no, I'm sorry. Is this anyone knew about the the because we were talking about positive ions before? I was curious if anyone knew about that the science of the mountains near Sedona. If it was if the water's reversed, I'm thinking maybe the field, the electromagnetic field, is reversed, and that's why I felt better. I'm just just curious. But go ahead. Okay. Um, my question is really to um the TIs who've been going through this for a couple of decades. Um, I just learned that I was a TI this year, and one thing I've been hearing from um, people who've been a TI for a while is that they think this program, everything's about to come to a head and um, that we're about to get justice and this is going to end soon. But for people who have been through this for 20 and 30 years, I'm just curious, Does what feels different about your targeting now where we think that this is all about to come to an end? I mean, I mean, why now? And, and, and you know, you didn't feel it 20 years ago, for example. I mean, what's happening now that makes you think that um, something is about to change with this? There's too many whistleblowers that have come forward that have said this is happening. And okay. plus the Cuban, the Cuban diplomats that had to come home that were being targeted. Um, I think mm-hmm. the level of awareness of even, you know, the TIs that have gone before us and done all of this activism and promoted awareness have really impacted this. This has been oh. absolutely, absolutely um, a positive, positive thing for the TI community, in my opinion. I'm new to the community, too, but, you know, my targeting has been going on for a while. I know it's decreased yeah. as I've joined the call and as I've educated myself about a lot of the technology, my targeting is significantly decreased. Oh, it's decreased since you've joined the call. Mine seems to have increased well, since not, I started you know, talking to other TIs. Talk about it, but I've noticed that other TIs are saying there's there's just I'm still getting you know, I know they're doing remote neural monitoring on me, right, left, right, left. You know, it's this prompting thing that goes on. Um, that hasn't stopped, but everything else has. Everything else has oh. stopped. Oh. Okay. So I've heard okay, of I say that it stopped, too. So if anybody else has any input, I mean, that's just my input. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hello. Okay, I just want to make sure I was unmuted. Is Tracy from Colorado still on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. I wanted to get your number. Uh, Hi, <laughs> Tracy. This is Katie Hi. in Boulder, Colorado. Hi. How Hi, are Kate. you? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, I'm getting hammered. As soon as I start talking, I I get hit really hard, and I need to move from my bedroom to and just start okay. walking around my apartment. Yeah. Uh, and it always makes my voice shake because it shakes my entire body. <laughs> so oh, wow. forgive me if, uh, no. yeah, I'm no. sounding a little shaky. Um, no. 
but your targeting sounds so identical to mine. Uh, I just really hope. I mean, Ella has all my contact information. I'm happy to give it to you over the phone. I have full-blown synthetic telepathy. I have no privacy, and I don't make any pretense that I do, so I'm happy to give out my information. Okay. Yeah, I would love to talk to you because I have, I'm getting hit, I'm getting hit with everything. I mean, and like some of the gates talking, I think some of the flyers have backed off, but I'm still getting everything else checked out and the, yeah, the telepathy and the fact that, you know, implant, um, implanting thought, um, you know, manipulating, um, subliminal, all of it really bad. So yeah, I would love to have your number. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you my full name first, Okay. And okay. I'm also on Facebook, and I'm very active about, you know, posting really solid information on Facebook about all this, too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Okay, it's Katie with a K, mm-hmm. I-E, mm-hmm. at the end. My okay. last name is Zemko, Z as in zebra, okay. E as in elephant, M as in Mary, okay. K as in kangaroo, and O as in octopus. <laughs> Okay, and my, so my phone okay. number is 720 4763490 3490 Okay. Yeah, 722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-722-
Oh, I've had, I'm blessed that I have a therapist I see twice a month who's known me for eight years, and she knows I'm not making this up, and she's doing the research. Uh, She read, uh, there's a a self-help book by Dr. Robert Duncan called How to Tame a Demon, which I have found extremely useful in dealing with this. Um, The one thing I don't agree with is he says avoid other TIs. I've tried doing that, and... I felt really lost without having a sense of community yeah. that I found uh, through these podcasts. Okay. So, uh, I, but otherwise, I, there, there's some really good advice on how to deal with the B2K and the mind game safely. Okay. And okay. it's relatively... In fact, I could give you my copy since I've been through it a few times. <laughs> I'd be happy okay. to do that. Uh, okay. Hopefully it help you a little bit as well. Um, okay. But I, I really would love to get together with you and brainstorm. Um, yeah, where do you live now in Colorado? In Boulder. In Boulder, okay. Okay, yes. so that's not from here. I'm in Fort Collins. I'm about an hour oh, you're hour. in Fort Collins. Oh, so yeah, we're close by. Yeah, an hour north of Denver. So. Yeah, and I love going up there, really. I find it a lot more peaceful than Boulder. I don't know if really? that has any, anything to do with uh, the National Institute of Research and Standards being up here. But okay. uh, I am just getting hit so hard, <laughs> and yeah. every second uh, in the sleep deprivation. How's your sleep? How's your sleeping? Um, it's better since I've moved here. Hey guys, I'm gonna. Um, yes, ma'am. Oh, guys, I'm gonna need to end the call here in a minute. I'm okay, sorry to sure. interrupt, but um, well, I, uh, I can we can move this over to Kyle's call. We can continue on. Okay. Okay. Thanks, okay, so his, I'll let you guys finish the conversation, but I wanted to go ahead and give you the information for Kyle's call. Um, his room number is 142-394. Again, that's 142-394. And I hope you guys can come Saturday and um, listen to uh, Whistleblower Nation. Um, if you guys want to come on, it's on the website, as I mentioned earlier. Otherwise, let's move on over to Kyle's call. And go ahead, Katie, and finish your conversation. I don't want to cut it off in the middle of the Thank conversation. Thank you, and congratulations on the, the radio show. Uh, well, got my fingers crossed. It works out okay. Having some I'll, technical I'll difficulties. Listening. Hopefully this week will be okay, Thanks. Are we ready? Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and the call. I'll, I'll give you a holler, Katie. Thank you. Katie, okay, Tracy, I look forward to talking to you. Yeah, Bye me now. too. Sounds good. All right, bye-bye. Good night, everybody.